let's move. Trip over. It's gonna get there in time. Ah, so close. <laughs> oh, they didn't even hear it. Oh, you're getting wise to it now. Professional. Professional. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. It is Thursday, June the 13th, 2019. My, 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 Mr. Black. E3 has come and gone. I mean, technically it's over to, at the end of today. But that's it like lingers. that's like the show floor stuff. It lingers that uh, that's going on. No more no more crazy announcements are about to you know pop up out of nowhere or anything like that. All the bulk of the uh, of the announcements and the conferences and everything that's all been pretty much handled. And so we've got lots to talk about today. Lots to talk about indeed. But before we jump into that, how is uh, OTT this week? Busy, alive, yeah. You know, I I I got um I got some sleep last night, so that was good. Good. Um, I got the prio ticket bu- uh, bump up. Right. So, so now you're really not worried about. Now I don't in. worry anymore. I don't stress anymore. Uh, the the biggest thing about that was I can start in the morning, grind it 10, 12 hours, mm. and then I'm done the latest by like eight p.m. my time. Which means you can actually like just chill, chill, spend time with my son yeah. before he goes to bed. You know, and get it like I'm out like every night I'm drained. So I'm out cold by sometimes 11 p.m. The mm. latest midnight. Mm. And then I wake up uh, between 630 and 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then I start the stream at 7 a.m. Eastern. Do it all over Do again. Do it all over again, baby. <laughs> so so it's been it's it's been good. Like I'm starting to get a little bit of structure it's over kinda, the last few days. It's kind of funny. Uh, I was just like the word you just used there, structure. It's kind of funny how the because of the queue and everything else, it's kind of like forced a schedule to how it all goes because everyone's there exactly and it ends up so it in some weird way even though you're like streaming for really long periods of time i feel like you're getting more sleep and yes. and and downtime than when it's like it's like having a boss it's like having the it regular hoc. nine exactly, to five again exactly where exactly. somebody's somebody's basically telling me when i should play yeah like now since i have more freedom i can virtually play when i want i'll wait a little bit but yeah but I'm so used to that structure now because the queue for the first 45 days was telling me you if you want to play this is the only time you can. You so get up forced, early. It forced me and now I'm so used to getting up early. I wake up without my alarm now the latest 7 a.m. every morning. It's like, the way to be. I don't even need to I don't even need to have an alarm, but I set my alarm for 6:30 if I'm feeling good, I'll get up. If not, I'll go back to sleep. I'm just, up by 7. Just leave the curtains open and get up with the sun. That's it. And and uh, you know, it, it's rough when I first get up, but I just I'm so used to it now. And I get there's so much more to my day. I'm well, like I get so much more done. Yeah. Like I've already streamed this morning for like 8 hours. Yeah, exactly. And you know, now we do this, it's like a full day and I'm not even tired. Like I'm like my it's like my day is the energy level right now it could be the coffee. Energy, yeah, energy. So, so that's been good. Um, feels like a real job uh, for 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 <laughs> once. If you want to say the word real job, but amazing uh, what a schedule will do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's what it is. Like I think uh, a lot of streamers, since we're not forced to do that, we just kind of stream all the time. Or when it's convenient to us, like if we want to sleep in, we're like, fuck it. You know, I'm gonna just give I'm her a sleep go. in. Yeah. And then you then you sleep in. You have to start late. And then you're like, well, now I have to stream late. And then it's the vicious cycle. But then when someone's telling you you have to be here. Well, it's either that or you don't work, right? So those are your, your options. Those your options. Take your pick. Take it or leave. So it, it was like a it was like a double edged sword. It's actually been more of a blessing than a curse. Than exactly. Anything. Yeah. So I know. I know. I would like to eventually start doing that. And when I move, that will probably be when it happens. Yeah. Until then, well, you might have to. My life right now oh. is just 
stream as long as I'm actually awake. And then if I'm not streaming, I've relaxed for like a little bit. But I mean, for, for me right now, it's I'm doing anything and everything to keep my mind off of what's coming up over the next couple of weeks and then get through that and then worry about life afterwards. Mm-hmm. So right now, that means I've eaten way too much Subway. I've eaten I'm way, way too much. Je- dude, I, I'm on way too much Jesse's. I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> bro, the amount of burger and chicken fingers that I have consumed in the last couple of weeks. It's a lot. Is a lot. Dude, it's probably going to be worse. I have been I have been unintentionally intermittent fasting now for about three weeks. Me too. Where I have been. Because, because I've been going to bed so late yeah. and then waking up so late. And then by the time I get to eating, I'm kind of on like the, the uh, 16-8 split mm. intermittent fast without even intentionally meaning to be. But, you know, the difference being, of course, that, you know, when you're usually, when, you, when you're doing that stupid fast bullshit... They're like, well, you want to wake the stomach up with some bone broth and, uh, and just, you know, really don't mix your carbs and your fats and everything. And for me, I just like 16 hours later, I'm like, time to get some Subway. Time to eat fresh. That foot long first thing hit my stomach in 16 hours. calories of Sub <laughs> and then call it a day. Let's hibernate <laughs> on that. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I've just been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Continuing to enjoy enjoy myself. Community on Twitch is fantastic. I've been raided more times in the last seven days than I have in like the last three years. That's it. There you go. You the community. The community is you like, found a home. The community is 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 great. So uh, that's been that's been awesome. And I've been trying to take my time for the first time in a long while to um, uh, actually go and spend time in other people's streams. Yep. Instead of just, you know, ent- exiting the stream and then leaving the office or whatever, uh, if I don't have any other downtime things, I just go and, and just, I've just been looking for streamers to hang out and chat and, and, you, and merge with communities. And it's you, already resulted. You read, you read my book? Oh, that's right. Well, you edited it. I didn't have much choice there. I edited it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently missed an entire page that was duplicated once. So that's pretty impressive. Was but, there an uh, entire page? Not an entire page. Okay, no. there was, was like, there was it was like, like two lines. It was like two lines. It was like two sentences within four lines of each other that I somehow yeah. didn't Shit. pick up on. Hey, and you and my other editor. And so. the other, yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. I got um, it fixed, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So anyone who has the first edition, oh, you got, you got shadow little, box it. There you go. Hold on to that. That's a rare copy. <laughs> It's like the the Charmeleon with the purple toenails and the Pokemon cards. <laughs> I used to have one of those. And so did I. I used to have one. Like the little fuck up cards. Yep. Yeah, there was quite a few of those fuck up cards in Pokemon. Like uh, mostly in the first edition, like the, the first, the first yeah. run stuff that they did. Yeah, yeah. there was a, a lot of that stuff. And if you had them, yeah, like Fat Pikachu and shit, and like mm-hmm. all the other weird mm-hmm. nonsense that they had. Yeah, it was there was some of those. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Technical Alpha E three two thousand and nineteen, which. Just to kick it off, what I want to, what I, what I have written down here, and it's true, uh, Jeff Gerstmann. You know what? Let's since E three is going to take a while. Let's, yeah. Let's let's do the other subjects first. Do we oh. have any other subjects? Uh, I actually have nothing for movies and TV because all I've done is E three this week, and okay. I haven't even looked at the. I didn't even get a chance right. to finish okay. well, uh, Chernobyl. Right. So movies and TV, there's there's nothing that's going on right now. Yeah, I so looked we at Screen Rant, and there was nothing for four pages. There's like quite literally zero. <laughs> and I started Chernobyl last night, so I'm only one episode in. How'd you like the first episode? It was really well done. Yeah. Um, the dialogue was good. Yeah. Acting was good. Mm-hmm. Um, just the intensity of it was good. It was like, it was almost... Uh, like, you could feel the urgency of like... And, and like, the weight of what the fuck was going on, and like, people... Because you know how fucked up shit is going to be. Yeah. Well, and some so, people might not actually know. Like, they might know about Chernobyl. Yeah. And the, but their knowledge of Chernobyl might, like, start and stop with nuclear reactor problem. Yeah. 
Now it's a no-fly zone. Well, now we're seeing what... So these pe- those people might actually yeah. get more out of it, but yeah. the more you know, I think I said this a couple of podcasts ago when I first started seeing it, was the more you know about Chernobyl in reality, mm-hmm. the harder it is to watch, to watch this it? show. Yeah. See, I don't know much, so I'm yeah. just watching it. And then there'll be people that's like, oh, well, it's you know what they said is incorrect and blah, blah, blah. I don't worry about that. I'm just watching the show. For somebody like yourself who really likes podcasts, did you know they have a, uh, a companion podcast for that show that actually talks about... Um, what is what actually happened on the show, and then the stuff that they changed and why they changed it? Okay, from reality, I didn't know that. So they have a What's the name of that podcast? podcast you know? I don't know. I only know that they do have one. I'm sure you can probably find All right. it. Somebody really in chat here knows, and you can say it. And we'll yeah. give it a shout out so people can go watch it. Yeah, because that's that's pretty cool. Because obviously, uh, with this, it, they they were bordering on docu drama. Mm-hmm. With yeah. this, yeah. Uh, well, I think mean, you probably just call it a docudrama, honestly, because it wasn't that much that they. It's definitely dramatized to with. some degree, for sure. I mean, it's yeah. TV, like, but yeah. but you don't really have to you know dramatize no, a nuclear bad. fallout. Yeah, yeah, it's, already, it's already it's, pretty, it's already it's already, already pretty, pretty bad. bad. Uh, but yeah, so other than that, I didn't have anything. Yeah, to there, well, there's TV. nothing there, and then yeah. obviously the big topic. Oh, you want to talk about Doctor Disrespect? Is Doctor Disrespect? I mean, if we don't talk about it, we're stupid. Well, yeah, I have it written down. I just yeah, we can definitely talk. Well, let's get rid of. Let's just do everything else, and then E3 is gonna it's just gonna be E3. Just give her the business. All right, I don't know if there's anything. I want to double check if Doc was the only other one here. Um. No, he's the only non E three topic. And, I mean, coincidentally enough, he's still at. It was E3. still at E three. So, so it's still, theoretically, still E three, still E three content. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who somehow don't know about this, and there's probably a, f- a few people because not everyone you know lives and breathes fucking Twitter and everywhere else. You know, in, in digesting all of this random information. Uh, Doctor Disrespect was uh, was tasked with having like his first ever IRL stream mm-hmm. on Twitch. And the whole concept of it was it was going to be the doc at E3. He had some other dude with him who was like five foot eight and two hundred and forty pound, like yoked out of his juiced mind. And then, uh, and then the camera guy. And so the little guy was supposed to be like the funny bit was it was supposed to be the bodyguard. He was supposed to be like the, you know, the, the whatever. And Doc, of course, just towers the fuck over this guy. Uh, and then the whole dynamic was just Doc in character at E3, walking around doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I watched it for about. Five seven minutes, and it was towards the beginning of the of, of the stream that uh, when I when I watched it, and the first thing, and this is gonna this will turn into what we're gonna get to, what everybody already knows about. But the first thing that I noticed watching him was body language wise. So he's in Doc, yes, but he came across as quite nervous, super fucking fidgety with his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it was because for once he was walking around E3 and not everyone knew who the fuck Doc this was. was. This wasn't TwitchCon. Not yeah. everyone knew who the fuck Doc was. Yeah. So he had some six foot eight dude wearing a, a fucking fake flak jacket and standing out like a mullet and a fucking mustache with a midget bodyguard and a cameraman walking around E3 and not everyone knows who the fuck Dr. Disrespect is. Yeah. So no matter how used to you, you are to being on camera behind your desk, where in like your home court where everyone knows you are, yeah. you put on a character that eccentric over the top in public where not everyone knows you, yeah. it's a different ball game. And if you're not used to it, you're going to get a little fucking oh, of antsy. Course. Yeah, and yeah. he was definitely fucking antsy. It was the first thing I noticed right away when I watched it. And it and it and within that five minutes, he also approached somebody. Uh, it was like a random dev or a random business guy who was actually just out on the floor mm-hmm. and just walked up. They were already having a conversation with somebody else. And Doc just... 
again, like nervously, injects himself into this conversation and starts talking about, you know, the million, well, what million dollar deal are we talking about, et cetera, et cetera, the, the usual doc, whatever, and goes into the spiel. And it kind of like awkwardly came together at the end. And then the guy was like low key burning Doc on the side and shit. And Doc was like trying to like play. It was like he handled it well in character. But at the same time, all I could see this whole time was that he was out of his element entirely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I say all of that, not to defend the guy, but I think that that he was desperate. Not, not like he just watched, like he really had to but go I don't over think, the top. But I think he was so caught up in thinking about what he was doing all the time, not yeah. in the sense where he was like uh, overanalyzing everything, but he wasn't logically thinking he wasn't about thinking what straight. he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He all he was thinking of was stay in Doc, what yeah. would Doc do, yeah. go, 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 and then nothing else was fucking in his head, right? Because because otherwise, uh, yeah, I don't know. But that was, that was pretty much what I noticed in the five, seven minutes I watched. So what ended up happening was, I say all that, for you if you don't know, he went into... And filmed in the bathrooms, I think three times in total. It was three or four, but I know three minimum. We know of three. Um, I don't, because there's video, I think, of three. Yeah. But it, some people have said four, but it doesn't really matter. It, like, one would have been one, enough. Yeah, one would have been enough, but we're at least at three. Uh, and he goes in and he had different bits every time he went in uh, to a bathroom that he was Something doing. Something diarrhea one, one time. One of them, you know, because the hot diarrhea, that's a, that's a doc trope on his stream where, you know, if he's got to take a shit, it's it's never just take a shit. It's like, I've got hot, fiery diarrhea. He's like, you know, whatever. And he's saying this shit out loud and nobody in the bathroom knows who the fuck doc is. Yeah. And all they're seeing is, again, this six foot eight fucking dude dressed up with a mullet and a mustache talking about hot, fiery diarrhea with a cameraman and everyone else is just taking a piss and washing their hands and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um. So it was super cringe, like a crazy cringe to watch, uh, but also impressive that he even found the balls to fucking do that in the first place. And so he does that three different times, and one of those times, unfortunately. So before we even get to the worst part about this, it's illegal to film in a, in a public bathroom. Of course, yeah. Privacy issues. In almost everywhere in North America. Yeah. For obvious uh, reasons. For obvious reasons, yeah. right? Um Nobody in there, one, nobody really knew who Doc was. So they wouldn't know the context of what was going on there. They didn't agree to be Did on camera. Did you know how many camera. thousands of people were watching And this was live. live. This wasn't like they Can were recording. Can you imagine if somebody, like, listen, uh, there's been times where I've been at a urinal. Yeah. And I, like, turn from the urinal quickly as I'm whipping my dick back in my in my pants. Yeah, just catch a I shot mean, of dick. I mean, you could have just catch the dick well, that's live. What, uh, that's what I was like, because there was a couple of pictures going around where there's, like, two cameramen in the washroom. Yeah. There's one guy who's, like, leaning back, getting, like, the best shot of Doc and his bodyguard taking a piss ever. And then another guy from, like, an off angle shooting the other cameraman shooting Doc and, and the bodyguard. Uh, and when the doc first walks into one of the bathrooms, there's there's basically a, a fucking, he looks like he's he might have been 14 years old. Yeah. He's underage. He was underage. And if not, he is the biggest baby face and baby body of all time. He's underage. He's underage. So you have a minor. He was wearing a, he was wearing a Mario costume. Yeah. He was underage. So, which surprised me because at E3. that's is 17 or older. Yeah. I do believe to get a ticket to go in there. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Somebody, I don't know what it is. Somebody but, posted something in there, but then I also saw on some other live streams of people that were definitely under 17. Yeah. So I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know if it was... I, I had never known... I mean, I know that E3 in the last couple of years opened itself up more to the public, kind of like Gamescom does. Yeah. But I was... I've never really known 
that that was a place that anyone yeah under the age of like twenty was even thinking about going, going to E three yeah, it's more of just off the radar yeah yeah it's something for like the older yeah. crowd or like really diehards or or journalists and yeah. things like that that are interested in that stuff so anyway doesn't matter there's a miner in the bathroom taking a piss at the urinal yeah and for a second it looked like when the doc goes in for that one for a second it looked like doc recognizes when he's walking because the basically the cameraman is at the back side of the bathroom where the sinks are. And it's a straight shot to the urinals. Right, and there's the kid right there. And there's there. a kid right there, and the dog's out in front. And for a split second, I to me, it knew. looked like he knew, and he was trying to block him with his yeah, body. Yeah. Turns around, but he didn't get it. But he can't... Like, it would make it even more obvious if the dog was, like, looking over his shoulder, yeah, trying course. to, like, line it up. And then he kind of moves to the right, and the camera kind of pans over, because he's trying to get, like, uh-oh, don't don't film this. I think that's what it was... I think. I hope that's what it was going... That's what it looked like, yeah. anyway, right? Because yeah. there was no other reason for the dog to really do, do that. Or, yeah. if you, or maybe, uh, at it, the time. maybe it just registered at that point, like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't be filming in a bathroom. It's entirely possible. As soon as he saw a kid, he's probably like, uh, whoa. Now I'm really fucked. Now, maybe he just didn't think up until that point that he was doing anything yeah. wrong, but at the same time... I oh he also probably didn't get to see his chat because he was walking around because you know his chat was probably like bathroom bathroom TOS TOS ban 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 again guarantee again the only thing I mean I know everyone dogpiles Doc obviously because of his infidelity he cheated on his wife the whole the whole debacle from yeah. a couple of years ago where but that's not illegal that and that's not like no, a, no, against but, terms of service no but like, like there were a lot of people that wanted to see him never on the platform yes, and they also hated the fact that he was still so popular when he came back because he did that and they couldn't understand they couldn't figure out why people would would pay him the time of day because he did that yeah um and so that just gets you know brought back out to be added onto this but you know I don't think I want to give the doc more credit than he didn't know at any level yeah. or didn't think that what he was doing was illegal or stupid. Yeah. I honest to God think, and this is not to this is not to exonerate him or to like to 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 defend him. I'm just saying that after having watched that, even for the five, seven minutes, he looked like he was using literally hundred and ten percent of his brain capacity. To not freak the fuck out and stay in character and just do some shit. Yeah. And I think he just was rolling with it and it did not cross his mind at all. I think that's, I honestly think that's probably, you're probably because right. Because the doc, the he's doc, not a stupid, he's the, not a stupid dude. The right? doc isn't an idiot and I don't think the doc would intentionally go, if nobody wants me to film them, take a piss. And he actually, the thoughts somehow went through his head. Yeah. If one person said, dude, what the fuck are you doing in the bathroom? It probably he, would have been done right there, right? Uh, 100%. Would think, right? Now, if he's, you know, you would think like, dude, you can't film in here. What the fuck are you doing? Then it, and then he probably would have just been like, "Oh shit, yeah, I probably shouldn't film in here, right?" Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't really matter how it happened. Yeah, it, it just ha- happened. It happened. Yeah, it happened. And he's gonna have to deal with whatever comes down on him. So, so what did come down on him? What do we know? I so, mean, he, his channel got banned. So what we know right now is that imagine. we don't know to the lengths in which I mean, Twitch had to ban the channel. There's no, there, oh, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. So the channel's down. As of this recording, anyway, this is what I know. Channel's down. Uh, E3 revoked his his access oh shit i didn't know uh, that. that that happened the same day um oh shit when they found out about it uh and then beyond that i don't think i've seen other than memes a hell of a lot come out just yet uh but obviously this is going to develop over time and we're, we'll find out more but you know people have been saying you know how long do you think he'll be banned on twitch and i think it depends on a couple of things First of all, you have to understand that no matter how much you hate the doc and no matter how much, you know, he's done some crazy shit, 
at the end of the day, Twitch is going to look at him he's like, he, like he looks at a lot of other streamers that we've talked about on this podcast. He's big past, business. We're a lot smaller than Doc. Um, he's massive business. Yeah. He makes this website. Millions. A shitload of money. Millions. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that poses a big problem for Twitch by itself. If, this is my guess, if the authorities get involved, because it is illegal where, where this event was held, to film in a public bathroom, the fine is um, $1,000 and up to six months in jail. Uh, the If a minor is involved, 2000 and up to a year. Um, so he has to dodge that bullet first. Let's assume that one of those two scenarios play out. He's not going to go to jail. No. But he'll pay the fine. Yeah, of course. If the authorities get involved... I think that dramatically increases the ban time on Twitch, if not permanently. Yeah. Well, because then it's headlines. I mean, it's already headlines, but then it's like really headlines. If, but I think the perma ban is going to be less about the authorities getting involved and more about if the parents of the minor, if they find out, if they sue Doc. Yeah. Then I think he's permanently fucked on Twitch. Um, because that will be big, big news. It's one thing if the estate gets involved and be like, all right, well, here's your fine and you fucked up and it's stupid and we, you know, whatever. Because it's a $2,000 fine. It's not, it is not, you, yeah. you would, you would think that it might be more serious, but it's $2,000 fine. It's not, nobody's yeah. dick got shown. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, you know, nothing, if that kid turned around and oops, I saw a 16 year old oh, well, dick. Oh, then you're done. Well, now you're yeah, super well, now, fucked. Well, now you're done. Now you're in jail because you just turned 60,000 people into low key pedophiles. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. So, my guess is if no authority authorities get involved, Doc is banned for between one and three months. If authorities get involved, um, but it's just a pay the fine and whatever, three to six. If the parents get involved and sue Doc, he's gone. Period. Yeah. Twitch is going to ax him permanently. They have to separate themselves from the situation. Yeah. And I think that's the three scales of, of, of severity to this case. So I guess the other question is, I wonder if he's been banned previously for any other things. Like, I don't know if this is his first time ever getting banned. Uh, like, if he's had any other I strikes. I don't think he's had, but... Because if not, then, you I don't know. think this is a three-strike scenario. Yeah. I think this is, you filmed the minor in a bathroom, and then the parents came and sued you for filming their child in a bathroom in front of 60,000 people. Yeah, it's probably bad. You skip the line on that one. Yeah. You don't get the, uh, well, just don't do that. Two more times. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, that's just, you know... Uh, and, it, and, it, and, and, and it, oddly enough, in that scenario, if you are a little bit of a smaller streamer, you might actually get away with it more. But because Doc is like... What would you call Doc? Top three? Yeah. I mean, he... As far he, as, far he, he as might like even, it, it might visibility. Even be, yeah. He, oh, he's definitely top three in visibility. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely top three. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not, not about subs or anything, but like in terms yeah, yeah. of visibility for Twitch yeah. as a platform. Yeah, yeah. He's top three. Yeah. 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 No. No, it's 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 crazy. Um I saw it and I I couldn't believe it. I and obviously there's memes everywhere. I mean, even even other big streamers are memeing the fuck out of them. Uh there's um, a lot of angry uh people, um uh content providers on Twitch um about the fact, like, how is Twitch going to play this one out? Like, I don't know, you know why. I don't know why they're angry. Uh, like, inquisitive should probably be the word for, a, yeah, for it. Yeah, I know they are angry. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I mean, like, I, I think I think they're pre. I think they're preemptively angry because they know he's the, not going to be banned. Yeah. So I think that they're already like preparing uh, mentally for think, it not being banned. I think a lot of people. Do are Do you just, think he should be banned? 
Uh, oh. I'm going to say no. I don't... I'm going to say no. I think he should be, but not permanently. Per- not permanently. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, uh, another, without saying who it was, another person on Twitter who is pretty prevalent, known, yeah. um, they said, you know, um, unfortunately, if Doc gets banned for a week or a month, yeah. he's going to use it as a vacation, right? He's going to still be active on Twitter. Well, when he comes it. back, yeah. he's going to be bigger than he ever was. People are going to shower him with subs, shower him with donations. Mm. Um, and it's almost like it's rewarded to a, to a degree. Um, there's no real consequence. Well, they're looking at it they, like what, when a cop gets put on probation yes, for doing some stupid shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're giving them a vacation. They're yeah. still getting paid. Yeah. And then they go back to work and do the same shit. Yeah. Do I think that... Do I think that if Doc comes back, he's going to make that mistake or pretty much any other mistake like that ever again? No. 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 He's not dumb. I know a lot of... Doc is an easy person to hate. I don't even like everything that Doc does to say... And obviously, I'm not a particular fan of him filming in public bathrooms. That's fucking stupid. That's like beyond stupid. Like my tweet was something along the lines of banking on your over-the-top character covering you for basically doing something illegal... Is a bold move. Yeah. It's a big bet. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like he accidentally showed his own nuts or something like that. No, like he went this into is, a bathroom. And other people, people were literally taking shits. Yes. And a cameraman has a camera. Yeah. Like literally going down and filming the feet. Yes. <laughs> and Doc is literally standing there, towering. He could literally just look down and see people shitting. You know, it is so tall. Well, no, I can say this as a man who can do the same thing Doc can. You yeah. can't actually you, see directly down into the stall. Uh-huh. You can you can see the top six inches of the, of the hat? other stall wall. Oh, okay. But yeah. you can't even see the person necessarily. Yeah, I'm not sitting saying he's looking, but I'm no. saying you could you could he stands looks, out like it, a sore thumb. It, he does. He stands out. It looks like you can see everything. You can't see. I can I can at least tell you that as a tall man. <laughs> you can't, can't he's only like an inch and a half taller than I am. Uh. It's not it's not not no. Yeah, and I mean a lot of a lot of people are also saying it in chat and in, and also I've been seeing it on Twitter. Um, there are cameramen, right? So there's a cameraman. There's a um, lot going on uh, here. You know, I, I, I noticed that um, a lot of a lot of the Doc fanboys out there, and you can you can tell they're Doc fanboys. They were they were saying, you know, it's not Doc's fault. He wasn't the one filming, uh, you know, filming the deed. Uh, he was just going in there doing the Doc thing, but he wasn't actually filming, so it's not his fault. No, but I would counter. He <laughs> he he knew what was going on. Yes. It's streamed on his channel. That's a that's such he, a that's just, weak he's, ass. He's gone in three three at minimum three different times. It's just not going to fly. All, all it does is it make the cameraman look looks look, look bad as look, well. Look, look bad, because, but it, but he's not the cameraman's unknown. Like yeah. it's it's a you know like just because the cameraman was the one who was doing it, like yeah. filming it, yeah. Doesn't mean that Doc isn't like aware of what the fuck is going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like and especially just, on his channel, it's on his channel. Yeah, that's like that's right? like me streaming, and then Adam comes over and he's fucking a chick in the background. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm just doing my job here, but I know there's fucking going on back here. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. It would have been different if he went in there and then he turned around. He's like, dude, you can't fucking film in here. Get out. Yeah, then it'd have been fine, right? Then it's on the camera guy, but that wasn't the case. No, he was partaking was, in the whole. In Doc's mind, he was doing a bit. Yes. And I think that's all he was locked in on was yeah. he was doing a bit, and all he th- I think he in his head he was thinking this is just about me. Yeah. And if the cameraman isn't, I think he was banking a lot on the cameraman not filming a lot of shit that should have been just locked in on Doc. The problem is the camera's got a wide enough view angle it's seen everything. <laughs> yes, it's so like I, got, I don't yeah. know if Doc in his mind was thinking that it was going to be like a webcam where you only see like six inches to the left and right of Doc. Yeah. But it wasn't. No, it's, 
It wasn't. It's no, just the whole it's goddamn the whole, the whole fucking bathroom. Yes, was in, yes. In, in view. It just felt so weird uh, seeing because I, I I don't I didn't watch any doc stream, but I obviously watched the clips. Yeah, and yeah, it was of weird seeing people take a piss and then turn around and like zip up their flies. Yes, exactly. And they're like looking at the camera. <laughs> And they don't know what the fuck, and, and they're all like most of the people there seem like pretty like non-controversial, or non. Uh, um, uh, they don't like conflict. Like they just seem like they're kind of in their own. Well, you're in a bit of a vulnerable spot. Yeah, you're in a very vulnerable. Like everybody just kind of seemed like oh, like they didn't know wh- what to do. Like they're they like, were trying to, they were actually trying to get out of the way. Like, they the get camera, out of the way. Of the like, the camera, like oh, sorry, like, sorry. Yeah, well, my bad. My I'm bad. just in here taking a piss. Yeah, and it's so weird. <laughs> like people literally get off the urinal, and we all done this as guys. You turn you get, around, you turn and zip around, up. and your you, your dick just barely gets in your pants. Yeah, you're zipping up, and you're going. Wash your hands or whatever, oh, and there's a cameraman sitting right there, and you've got a 6.8 giant going. I've got some burning diarrhea, <laughs> ah! and you're like, "What the fuck is going?" That's literally what was going on. What a gong show! Oh my god! Oh man, what a gong show! And that bro. was really the crux of it was that nobody really knew who the <laughs> fuck he was. <laughs> You know, at TwitchCon, people in the bathroom probably would have been probably like, laughing. hey, what They would like, getting selfies yeah. and shit. Probably would have one dude that literally whip his dick yeah, down. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Trying to get him banned. Trying to get him banned, <laughs> you know? But we're at E3, dude. It's Nobody a- knows who you are, Doc. <laughs> Oh fuck. fuck, dude! What a gong show! Yeah, so like, uh, like, so the doc, like I was saying, the doc is an easy person to hate be- for a number of reasons. One, uh, uh, he's successful, and as we all know, anyone with success is already easy to hate. Two, his character is an asshole from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I didn't think he's a likable asshole because I know it's a character. I love and he's doc. So he's funny fucking as fuck. stupid, right, dude? His sticks are fucking hilarious. But for people with a stick up their ass, as far as the character is concerned, not what doc has done, but as far as the character is concerned. He's easy to hate for that reason, too. Mm. Third reason. Cheats on his wife. Apparently, people are going to ignore the fact that he actually went out of character, told the fucking world live. That's tough. About that shit. And no one's perfect. It's nobody's business. Nobody, nobody's it's business nobody's in the first business, place, but yeah. he went out and he did the shit. Yeah. He and his wife reconcile. Yeah. She's now part of his business more than she ever was before, and they seem to be fine from that in that degree. Any interaction I've ever seen between Doc and his daughter is the most adorable fucking shit I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. Everything is like th- I'm that sure he's a great. good dude. Like, but yeah, because that happened, you don't get a second chance there. Yeah. It's game over. So that's another reason to hate Doc. Now he's gone and done this shit. And so now it's like, like the the people that already hated him. Now it's like they're just my god. They've got enough fuel they're to last mission. a lifetime. They're now they're, they're going to be on a mission to make sure this guy is probably fucking charged as a pedophile oh, or some shit. That'd be like they're they're yeah. gonna they're they're gonna go ham with it. Um. So I guess in summary, for me, um, it was fucking stupid beyond belief. Stupid. Um, I could I could I'm not not to make excuses for him, but I could see, I think I can see. Why it happened? It doesn't make it okay. Yeah. I can just, I just, I, see I feel bad for him. Like honestly, why? like I feel bad because he's, like you said, it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, he might even come out. I'm, he hasn't said anything yet. He's gonna have to eventually. He's gonna right have, now. He's, he's probably waiting for the lawyer to, to go. Okay, this that's is what literally you can say. what this is. Like yeah. you know, his law, he's lawyered up and everything else, right? But like he's probably gonna come out and probably say something right, right along the lines that what you said. Like he wasn't thinking. He was just doing his thing. Which nobody's gonna believe anyway. No, but, but I would. I mean, it's the truth. Like I, yeah. dude, I've been caught up. Uh, you know, g- being a character or or even uh, being in certain social situations yeah. where it's awkward for me yeah. and I'm trying my hardest to fit in or trying my hardest to not stand out 
Uh, and the opposite and, happens. And the opposite literally <laughs> happens because I'm trying too hard. You try so hard. I overthink yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that's probably what happened with him. I don't think he went in there to purposely uh, go and film people using His the bathroom. His intent was not to film other Hell people. Hell no, it in just happened that way. Yeah, I feel bad for him because you know he's getting a lot of heat on this. Um, do I think he should be permanently banned? I would hope not, but I could see if they did. Um, should he be punished for it? Yes, absolutely. Especially since, listen, if we're going to sit here and we're going to complain about some of the girls that are doing what they're doing on Twitch, yeah. and it is technically. I guess not against terms of service, oh, even it is. though it's they like just, it is, but it's not. It's like YouTube with their terms of service. Yes, it's like it's, the, the terms of service are really just it's it's a, written so ambiguously that they can just whatever pick whoever they want to, to for when the rules apply when, and when not. Yeah, whenever it suits them. But best. if we're yeah. going to complain about you know the ASMR streamers that are blowing on the microphones with with their low cut shirts or sitting in the obviously back obviously this pool, was a stupid thing to do. Yes, the, it, you catastrophically know, stupid. But if we're going to go against that in terms of service, we got to go against this as well because not only is it against terms of it's actually illegal. Yes, um, and, and there's there likely allegedly we don't know the age, but come on, uh, there's there, high probability a high probability. Yeah, there was a minor involved. Uh, it was in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, he needs to be punished in some way. I would hate to see Doc go out like this. And the thing is, yeah. even if he goes out like this, he's still the Doc. <clears throat> he'll go stream on YouTube. He'll 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 you know Mixer will fucking hire the god tier out of him and and give some light to the website. I mean, no matter what happens, his career isn't finished. If anything, it might even get bigger to some degree, um, depending on how it plays out. But ultimately, uh, I hope he's not gone. I mean, Doc is great. Uh, he's a great entertainer. It's a miss. It's a misstep. I think when you're on, when you're live and you're <clears throat> on all the time, you're bound to make a mistake. You're bound to say something stupid at one point. You're bound to have a moment of of being vulnerable. And I think we just saw it on the biggest scale because he's one of the biggest streamers yeah. out there. Yeah. Um. Doesn't mean he should be crucified for it, but I think also when you hold that much power in terms of influence, you 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 have to be aware of of what you're doing almost all the time because you're under. A microscope, especially yeah. when you're Doc, yeah. and you've got the type of fans that Doc has. Which, let's be real, the vast majority of them are kids yeah. or, or teenagers, uh, people with not the immaturity or the the maturity level of an adult. Not saying that adults don't watch them; I occasionally do. Yeah. But they're they're gonna blow things out of the water. They're gonna meme the fuck out of you. They're gonna blow. They're gonna do what they do uh, to make your life hell because they want to see the drama unfold. And that's just the type of community that he has, and that's part of his shtick. And that's just the way it is. So I hope he's back. Um, I hope he doesn't get sued. I hope that, you know, nobody was really hurt um, throughout this, or at least we don't think. Uh, uh, but it, it, nothing major came out of it. It's just unfortunate, I think. Uh, it's, it's, a shitty, it's a shitty deal, I it's, think, for everybody. Yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was some shit in there, for sure. There was definitely some shit in there, L- for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, I, it, it, the, 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 all we wait for now is how Twitch responds. Yep. Um, and I do not envy who's got to make that decision. I don't envy the people <laughs> at Twitch making that call. They're going to be scrutinized either way. They no ban them. What they do, they ban them. The fucking, fucked. oh my God, people it's a are going to lose, gonna, lose for Twitch. People are going to go crazy. Yeah. If they don't ban them, people are going to go are crazy. Fucking lose their goddamn mind. Especially the, especially the people that have been scrutinized or banned for much less. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, the yeah. people that get banned for, you know, for dropping a, an f bomb, the bad f bomb, yeah. or or yeah. being uh, misinterpreted the wrong way, or whatever, they're gonna fucking lose their goddamn mind. They're gonna lose it. Yeah, it's right. <sighs> that's a tough. 
<laughs> it's tough. Very uh, tough. I suspect we're going to see a one to three month. That's I think my, it's going to be one month. That's, that's what I think. That's my, I think it'll be one that's month. my guess. If I had to guess, yeah. my guess is one to three months. Yeah, I think it'll be one month. Um, and, and a and public apology, you know, some sort again, of Again, you know, no matter thing. how long the ban is, Twitch is going to catch fire for it. So it's it's so there it is. It's unfortunate. It's rough. It's unfortunate, but yeah, uh, that's, so, uh, that's kind of been stealing a lot of the headlines at E3 too. <laughs> well, yeah, well, enough. especially towards the end of it, right? Yeah. You know, it uh, at least within our sphere, right? You have to remember that in our social sphere of the people that we follow, that's what people are going to largely end up talking about when it happens. Um, and so, yeah, it, it has definitely taken up a lot of social media space. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for sure, but yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see whenever we find out more. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Yep. But uh, for now, Godspeed to Twitch, Godspeed to Doc, Godspeed to the the lawyers, and uh, Godspeed, Godspeed to everyone who is probably going to lose lots of sleep over this, whether the decision is a ban or not. Because my God, a lot of people are uh, seriously hung up on Twitch shit. It's, it's it's wild. Uh, and now, for more E3 stuff, but games, oh. of which there are many. Oh, before we go, if you if you guys are enjoying the podcast, yeah. make sure to hit that like button right now. Smash it. Smash it. Do all that fun stuff. Um, Bro, we got so many people coming from Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and all this to like the shit on YouTube, and they mention the comments every time. I, I love it. Dedication. I love it. It's real. That's what's up. It's a hardcore dedication. Alpha, man. We're we're two years deep. Head on over, patreon.com slash like TV. You maybe you've got some StarCraft content you want us to cast. That's the way to do it. Five bucks. You're in the you're in the door. You're in the clear. You're in the door. Uh, and uh, if you want to just, you know, help the podcast keep going financially, that's a really well, it's actually the only way to really do it. Other than showing up to watch the yeah. stuff, that's pretty much the only way to do it. Uh, and you can, you know, you might be able to get some stuff uh, out of it as well. So definitely uh, head on over there. We do greatly appreciate it, guys. It, uh, it uh, means a lot that you guys have been enjoying our content, Jeff. Yes, sir. I mean, I've got a novel here. I mean, I've I wrote like the Cliff I know, Notes version. I know. And then I brought... All right, well, let's... We're not going to talk about every fucking no, no, thing at I, E3. No, no, let's just go with the that, big things. There's not a lot that... that the, yeah. there's, there's a lot that didn't doesn't need to be covered, right? I just brought this in case I forgot about something. I needed more elaborate notes. This was all the stuff. So for those who don't know, it didn't end up on the, on the main channel, but all of my recaps of all of the conferences went to the Clips channel, Life's Glitch TV 2 on YouTube. Um, and then, of course, also out to the RSS feed. So lots of people caught it there. Uh, as well, uh, so we're just gonna we'll hit as many of the highlights as we can. Corpse, thank you for that super chat of a dollar. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, oh, also one other thing on YouTube. If you are trying to get in on all this content and stuff on on this Life's Glitch TV and Life's Glitch TV too, hit the bell icon so that you actually get notifications. Boom. And you know maybe uh, maybe keep an eye out for when YouTube inevitably changes that function to something else for you to find out about uh, all the stuff that your content creators that you enjoy make because <laughs> you know it's coming. It's going to change. That bell is going to turn into something else here. I, I bet in the next six months. Uh, so the first thing is that I have written down here just to, as a thing is E3. Uh, some of the lowest attendance 
Uh, I saw this. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Gersman, like I was saying before we jumped, jumped into the doc, tweeted about this earlier today or retweeted. Mm-hmm. Somebody was mentioning that this might be the lowest attendance they've ever seen at E3? for E3 with some pictures and shit. It was like Trump's inauguration <clears throat> where they're taking pictures of like four people standing out in the street. And, and then having Trump tell you that it's like the, the biggest The biggest one. of all time. Um, so... Uh, I mean, it's not super surprising. So this is, to put all this in, into perspective before people like, you know, people, I think, because it's so long in between these years, this is a gap year mm-hmm. for games. Mm-hmm. We are one year away from Xbox and PlayStation releasing their next consoles. Yes. And so when that happens, you get a, a, an E3 that tends to be a bit of a lull, where there's not a lot of stuff that they can talk about because most of it is something that's going to be coming up in the year the year following, mm-hmm. uh, and they can't like super hardcore commit to current gen stuff because they're switching into the next gen the following year, and so you get a lot of like just trailers without a lot of gameplay. You get you know a lot of like this is coming two years from now or a year and a half from now or whatever, and not so much this is coming out. Two months from now, or end of the year, or whatever Available else. Available right now. There is some of that stuff, yeah, but not not very much of it. Oh my goodness, corpse, corpse going from one to ten. Hey, text it. Let's go. So let's raise that value a bit. Thank you, corpse, for that, uh, that super chat. Thank uh, you. So yeah, and without and then the other thing is Sony wasn't here uh, at E3 this year. Zero showing from Sony in any capacity, not just at E3, but zero announcements on their own. Like it wasn't like there was a. Uh, like with Nintendo or whatever, or Microsoft even, where they're they're still doing something during E3 week. Sony had nothing. No. Zero. At any point in time. And so, um, it was bound to be one of those. That doesn't mean that there wasn't a lot of good stuff that happened. Uh, there was a lot of fluff, but there was also some pretty sweet stuff that happened at E3, and it started with Microsoft. Microsoft com- Conference? I'm going to give it a rating. Did you see the conference? So or just parts, parts I, of it? I, I actually watched quite a bit of E3 this year. <clears throat> um, I saw, when I started watching Microsoft, was literally when Keanu Reeves popped up. That was actually, I turned it on. So did you see the whole cyberpunk section or no. just when he was walking I on stage? I did not watch any of the cyberpunk stuff. I only saw that, not when he was on stage, when he was the, the oh, character. Oh, revealing himself. Yeah, when he took when he took his, his glasses off or whatever. Yeah. That's, I was literally opening up the stream during Good that. Good timing. Yeah. So anything before that, I didn't see. So we'll talk about Cyberpunk first. There's a, a, other stuff for Microsoft, but the Cyberpunk. So um, first of all, I want to say that Microsoft, the, before, well, going into it, uh, when, when the countdown was happening, I was live streaming it. I said, you know, this is Microsoft's chance right now, even though they're not going to show, likely show the console off or anything like that. Sony's not here. Yeah. Microsoft literally has the world's attention yeah. with no counter yeah. from their main competitor. Yeah. They can go out here and if they hit if they hit an eight or a nine, yeah. they only have to be a ten. No, they hit an eight or a nine, they're good. Then it's they get all the headlines. They've crushed it. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. There was very little that Microsoft could have done differently in this conference to make it better given the circumstances really other than showing the physical console there was nothing else they could do and they weren't about to do that right now because (laughs) there's probably like one prototype sitting somewhere and they're not going to show that obviously until next E3 Um, Cyberpunk 2077 comes up did you go back to watch the rest of the trailer at any point? no okay fire okay Um, was it more gameplay? I know this was just a raw trailer thing because they they had like that 30 minutes of gameplay not that long ago right? Uh, and I'm sure that 
probably for like Tokyo Game Show and stuff coming up later in the year, we'll get another big chunk of gameplay. But for this, obviously they built this entire thing around revealing Keanu Reeves. Yes. So the trailer before leading up to that, fire. Um, graphically, just... Oh, it looks great. Holy fuck. I mean, it was a CG scene. Yeah. But just fire. Model, the modelers and everything did such a good job. Lighting is fantastic. The aesthetic that they're, that, they, that they're going for, they're nailing it so fucking hard. It's incredible. Voice acting, 11 out of 10. Everything, smash it to the park. I was hooked. The first bunch of 2077 stuff I saw, I was like, this ain't it, bro. I'm a little concerned. I saw this. My concerns are gone. This game is going to be unadulterated, pure fire from front to fucking back. I'm damn. I'm telling you right like now. Because like before, we were we were guessing it was going to be like a seven out of ten. Yeah, no, this is going up. The stock just went up. Oh shit! I got to watch this trailer. The stock went up, damn. bro. The story in this game, I I'm just I'm shit's going to get real. Dope. Very good trailer. Dope. But then we get to that reveal. The guy's laying in what looks to be a junkyard, like it's a Lita fucking battle angel. Mm-hmm. And, he, and this character walks off from the side and drops the line, you know, like, get up, samurai. We got a city to destroy or some shit. And then the camera pans up. And I see the... And I, I have my reaction. It has like... Almost I saw a, it. it. almost has a thousand views on Twitch, my reaction. Yeah. That, and I'm not... I'm, that was a genuine... Well, people spammed it in my goddamn chat. I was like, okay, I got to check this out. Genuine fucking reaction when I saw that shit. Yeah. I was actually screaming yeah. in my office because it was... I can't think of the last time that I've been surprised and pleasantly surprised in a long time. That is the most perfect person that if you're going to choose a celebrity to slap into your game. Oh, that's the for one. For 2077. Yeah. Keanu Reeves could not possibly be that's it. cast any better. No, that's it. He shows up. He drops it. His character takes off the glasses. It's Keanu Reeves. And I just lost my shit. And then. He comes out. He comes out on fucking stage. And I was like, oh, my, Microsoft already won. At that point, I said it out loud. I said, this is over. Yeah, E3 is over. Yeah, Microsoft has Dude, cashed it in. You see the memes now with, with, that that he's doing with, with the green screen, and he's yeah, like he's presenting like, it, and then there's a green scene, this. and then now people are putting like videos yes. on the green oh, screen. It's a perfect meme. Oh, dude, it's amazing. It's a perfect meme. And then of course it was the you know, um, uh, what was the word? Uh, where he like pointed back at the audience, and he was like, uh, "Your oh, uh, they said like uh, 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 wasn't amazing, or it was like um, oh my, how do I not?" Because he, he said a word, and then a dude in the audience yelled, no, you're, said, you're something. And, they, and then he, and he just, said, no, no you, 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 are so, you are this or whatever. Somebody in chat will say it. Somebody in chat will say it for sure. Um, but that was, dude, Keanu Reeves. So, okay. Keanu Reeves might be the god of Hollywood. Breathtaking. Breathtaking. That's it. You're That's breathtaking. It. He like did the stumble back. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is the most wholesome motherfucker oh, yeah. on earth. Oh, yeah. He's the most real individual in Hollywood by miles. Oh. It doesn't even come close. He's almost not even Hollywood. No, he's just there. He's, he's just, just Keanu he's just Reeves. In it. He's, he's just, just in Hollywood he, for whatever reason. He just so happens to be there. Yeah. But he's like kind of the awkward. Yeah. Whatever the fuck hasn't really changed in like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't aged in 30 years either. Literally. Uh, goes out there, does his, his shtick, and he's just like, he he had fun. Yes. He, he could tell he was kind of nervous being up on the stage too. Everyone was losing their shit. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably why he was nervous is people, hey. I don't think he just <laughs> likes like being worshipped like that or no. being like, no, you know, he's, 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 cause he's just he a, actually gets uncomfortable when people like yeah. talk about the shit that he does, like, like his uh, philanthropic work and shit. He'll like de- immediately divert. Yes. To something else. So he gets up there, he does his thing. It was so fucking perfect, dude. Amazing. 
and and it just confirmed. Then they did have. I'm sorry, there was a little bit of gameplay at the end of that trailer where you know they're on the bike and everything like that. And I was like, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves' bike has to be there. Is you know, it's synonymous now with Keanu Reeves. Um, but I had forgotten this is actually based again on like writings, like Cyberpunk 2077, like novel work. Mm-hmm. And so people already are guessing at what Keanu Reeves' character is. And they're pretty sure it's one of a couple of characters, uh, to my understanding, that are actually just in the character's head. So oh, okay. not physically He's not physically there. there. Yeah. But in, which means Keanu Reeves is going to be in this game a lot. A lot which was all well, thumbs you up You know for Microsoft me. shoveled money into a pit into Keanu. I, and knowing said, Keanu, did they really, though? I Probably. Dude, his managers, dude, he is so hot right now. It is fucking well, his well, stock in the last uh, like four well, years. Well, everything he does, like is per- he goes on, he goes on Colbert, and then Colbert, like everything that Keanu does is so touches, is perfect. Anything he touches, it's gold. Yeah, you know, he Colbert asks him the you know the question like you know Keanu Reeves, where do we go when we die, or what happens when we die, and Keanu. Literally, like the Colbert was like low key making a joke, but at the same time, Colbert and Keanu both lost a, like a lot of people death early in life, mm-hmm. right? And horrible tra- tragedy on both sides. They both know that about each other. And Keanu, every, everyone in the crowd when they first heard that question, because he, like he said his full name out loud, it kind of comes across as a joke, but it low key wasn't really a joke. And then Keanu half starts crying when he responds and says, um, he doesn't Something know. Along, like, uh, but he I knows. don't know, but he knows that like the people uh the people who love us will miss us or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And Colbert was like <laughs> And then the audience went Oh How and the whole much internet more perfect is just, yeah, and of an they, answer yeah. can you give? Yeah, he was like, I don't know, but I know that the people The man like, is uh, other smoke. than smoking, yeah. he's perfect. Yeah. Like like that might be the one rub on Keanu Reeves he smokes cigarettes. It's That's right. like the deepest you can go. It's okay. Smoke those cigarettes, Cano. Just don't die early on me. Yeah, don't don't get lung cancer. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Don't get lung cancer. And I need you to be here. Yes. Ideally until I die. Yes. If possible. Yeah. Which, judging by how much you've aged in 30 years, might actually be. Very, very <laughs> high probability chance. High chance. You're going out before him. <laughs> so, so Keanu Reeves 2077. So 2077 continues to look great. That was obviously huge. It's now memed everywhere all over the internet, and rightfully so. Uh, but other than that, there were some other notable things. Um, first of all, they focused a lot on the game's first narrative. They went out of their way to really, really make sure that people understood that this next gen of Xbox was not going to be a repeat mistake of the Xbox One mm-hmm. when it first launched, where it was, here's NFL Live. Yeah. None of that shit. It's all about the games. All games. They showed 60 games at this conference, 14 of which were first-party exclusive titles. Um, that's fucking substantial. Not a lot of them were big names, though. Like, not a lot no, of them were like... but none uh, of them looked bad. No, uh, I wouldn't say that. There was like maybe two of everything that I saw, and they were mostly indie games, yeah. that looked what I would what I would call bad. I'm not, I'm not as hype as you are right now, because I started watching at... at, at they, they must have started with the Cyberpunk, I would imagine, right? Uh, or was there something before that? Um, no, that, there, no, there was a couple of things that okay, came in before. I didn't see what came before. Like, uh, I but, can tell you chronologically, <laughs> if I can find uh, my notes Jesus here. Jesus Christ. But keep going, keep going, keep so, talking. So this is what I thought, honestly. I know, I know you're... you're, you're they started hot. on Outer Worlds and, and uh, Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory and another Minecraft uh, Dungeons. Did you hear about that? No. Okay. What but is continue, that? Continue saying what you were going to say, though, first, All before right. we get into that. So, so the, the, what I felt overall for Microsoft is... Once again, I came in as the Keanu Reeves, which is which was a high point. 
uh, we peaked. Um, I found that there was maybe two games that I saw mm. that I was like, okay, all right, that's all right. I'm I'm interested. Oh, yeah. And then the rest of it, honestly, I gave it like a seven out of ten. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't hyped about it. And I think what really killed it for me was at the end when they were talking about the new console, and then they had that video that came up where they were just spewing out like load times, less load times, SSDs, less load times. Yeah. Uh, I just checked out. I was like, well, that's because this is, everything like, is coming already, next year. Yeah, I was like, we already know this. Yeah. Um, it, this comes off extremely scripted and bad. Like, it's a bunch of like, you know, 40-year-olds that are developing the stuff. It's a corporate video. It's a corporate video that, that video, just doesn't speak to me at all in that, any way. That video was not for you. It was almost like it was almost like a video that was for the shareholders That's to watch. That's what it was. It was and for shareholders. And it was like, I don't give a fuck about SSDs. No. I well, want to see your goddamn... I mean, I care that there's, load, <laughs> that there's less load, but you're not... You're, you're not impressing me. No, we're going. We're looking at a 2020 console. So out of all that stuff, for blow you, me away here. So like, for all of that stuff for you, the stuff for you is coming next E3. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So the stuff right now, what you just said, it, it's shareholders. Yes. it's for shareholders. Yeah. The only couple of of pointers in that whole clip that was for you at best were, you know, the load times like you mentioned, which everyone's loved because consoles have had God. Fucking horrible I mean, it's low 2020. Forever, I mean, great. you'd think we were going to be getting that anyway, right? Um, but uh, and then the fact, like the the, the what we know about power wise, where they're saying that it is on what metric? We'll find out next year. Four times more powerful than the Xbox One X, not the Xbox One, but the Xbox One Xbox One X, which that's a big number. Yeah, that's an extraordinary. I mean, the Xbox One X is already a potent console, so. To go 4x on that would be substantial. Um, everything else about that video was for shareholders, and they even had a flub in there. There was like a guy who said SSDs and solid state drives are the same thing. It was fucking dumb. Uh, but they didn't have to because Sony wasn't there. They they don't want to show all their cards to Sony a year ahead in, uh, ahead of time. No, they want to they want to align themselves so that they give the shareholders something to chew on. Mm-hmm. And then next year when Sony comes up, now we go head-to-head with them. Because here's the thing about that console. Sony's console and Microsoft's console are literally using, for all intents and purposes, almost identical hardware. It's the hardware. same thing. It's the same it's the damn same, console. It's the same next-gen Zen hardware for the CPU. Next-gen Navi, um, which is also AMD, graphics cards. The difference will come down to whose engineers are better. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's? Or Sony's, yeah, because it will be who can take that and customize that stuff to do more and better things than the other guy. And honestly, the difference between the two consoles are unlikely to be huge. Um, and it really will come down to what Microsoft and Sony want to focus on when it comes to performance. Some might, um, somebody might focus more on on um, the load times, and I don't mean like just a load screen, but let's say streaming stuff yes. in, yeah, yeah, uh, stuff like yeah. that. Um, they one might go for pure fidelity. Mm. You know, how can we can we hit four K sixty? You know, can we hit uh, can we hit like a fourteen forty at like one hundred and twenty hertz? Mm. You know, stuff stuff like that. It will really come down to that, um, and that we're only going to find that out. Likely next year. Yeah, Sony might give us hints later in the year, TGS or something like that, um, when they do their thing because it wasn't at E3, so they're waiting. Um, but I wouldn't suspect to hear anything that you're actually going to be interested in 
until next year's E3. Yeah. We know that Xbox launches in November of uh, 2020. Yeah. We don't have a hard date for the PlayStation, but I would suspect November 2020. Time. Yeah, holiday 2020, period. Yeah. yeah. So um, very that will, be, that will be very intriguing. As for the rest of what happened at Microsoft, if you were going to ask me to rate it based on what I was excited about when I was there, then yeah, I'd probably come down to like a seven. Mm-hmm. But I'm just looking at it like, I know that there are these games, there are a lot of games that showed up here that a lot of people, like they didn't look like bad games, they just weren't games that I was particularly excited about. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot of honest to God, like fluff, bullshit, terrible games. Um, most of the games that, that Microsoft showed off, whether they were first party or otherwise, looked at bare minimum, playable. Like just they were just going to be good video games, right? Yeah. So uh, the first one was the Outer Worlds, which is Obsidian, um, which was uh, which is the, the folks who did Fallout New Vegas, mm-hmm. um, and uh, also Knights of the Republic Two. Um, I'll be honest with you, it looked rough. It looked like a game from the Xbox 360 era mm-hmm. uh, with a, a bit of spit polish. Um, animations were still jank. You can tell they're still using that old Bethesda engine to make it happen. Uh, so that game is going to live and die by its writing. Yeah. If the characters and world building aren't, aren't what people expect from Obsidian, which I don't even know how much of Obsidian is still the same one that built those other games that everyone loves from them, then that game is going to be dead on arrival. Pretty rough. Yeah. Um, then they had Ninja Theory, which was one of the pickups that they had, uh, last year, I believe when they bought like those five or whatever we talked about on the podcast last year, they bought like five developers in like one sweep. Ninja Theory is one of them. Uh, they have a game called Bleeding Edge coming up. Uh, that kind of looked, yeah. uh, again, not bad, just not something that I was particularly excited about, but let's get into like some of the more specific ones that stood out. Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't see that. I didn't see that. It's literally Diablo, but Minecraft. It's literally a top-down, isometric Minecraft dungeon crawler, and I'm going to be real with you, bro. Dude. It kind of looks like fire. Look it up right now if you can. Minecraft dungeons. When I started watching it, I was like, is this... I didn't know if they were just memeing on me first, and then the trailer kept going, and the shit kept going. I was like, okay. All right, no, this is actually happening. And it did... It looked looked fucking good. Now, I don't know if there's like an overworld or like how they like, you know, how they're piecing it together, but legit flat out Minecraft Diablo. They show some gameplay in that trailer and shit, uh, and it looks, it looks good. Like, I'll just wait. You can just watch yeah, a little no, bit. Yeah, no, holy shit. <laughs> Dude. Like if somebody sat down and said, so, uh, hey, what do you think Microsoft's going to do with the, uh, with the Minecraft license? Nobody would have sat there and gone, Diablo. Oh, shit. Look at the hammer. Yeah, bro. I wonder if you get like a diamond pickaxe and shit. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, that's weird. Uh, Wow. <laughs> Dude, that looks... Oh, man, you can do cooperative. Yeah, four. Local and online. <laughs> this is going to be low-key flames. This is gonna be this is gonna this is gonna be the fucking hot thing on Twitch. For when does this come out? Uh I can't remember if they have the There uh, it is, Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah. Uh coming spring twenty twenty. Only available on Windows. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I fucks with all of this. That looked pretty fire, didn't it? 
It and looks- that caught that caught me by surprise. Like, man, nobody was ever gonna guess. Bro. Just like Keanu Reeves, nobody was going to guess Minecraft and Diablo. And it works, too, because you've got, like, the zombies that are flowing yeah. around. They're going to need, like, more... They're going to need more, like, enemies, because you're only going to want to see, like, Endermen and skeletons oh, sure. and zombies so many times. But the aesthetic works. Oh, it's beautiful looking. It does look good, doesn't it? Dude, this is a game I would fuck with on, like, the Nintendo Switch, too. Oh, like, that, will just, hap- that will happen? Oh, it's got to happen. Oh. Yeah. That's got to happen, dude. Yeah, that's for real. fun. I, for I like real. this direction they're going. I mean, if they're going to make another game, it's either they're going to make another Minecraft, like Minecraft Two, yeah, which and just that's really, not even really fucking, needed. No, but I but I actually believe that if they did come up with a Minecraft Two, mm. it would would it would rejuvenate uh, a lot of people's love for Minecraft. Like it would give everybody a reason yeah. to play Minecraft again. And let's be real, yeah, if you stop playing Minecraft for a while and then you pick it up again at some point, you get hooked again. Just like that, it's like you. It's like you almost forget how fucking fun. Mm. My, it's like playing with Legos. You're like, next thing you know, it. You've got a fucking castle, and you're, you've just spent eight hours. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? It looks terrible, but you have a castle. You have a castle. <laughs> this uh, is cool. Yeah, it's it is it is cool. Uh, definitely, and they showed gameplay right away. A right? lot of gameplay. A lot here. of gameplay. Yeah. So, yeah, dope. It is. It's coming to Xbox, PS4, and Switch. Says at the end of the trailer. So it's everywhere. It's Boom. coming to everything. Boom. The amount of money they're going to make on that's going to be astronomical. Oh, they got Just already got my money. Huge money. I'm buying it day one huge on the money. PC. Huge money. Definitely trying that out. So that was that was something that I thought should definitely be highlighted. For Legcraft, sure. the dungeon version. Exactly. That's no, fire. No building. No building. Just just trying not to die. Trying not to die and 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 uh, farming up uh, items. So I want to know what like the overworld's going to be like if it have one. Like in Diablo, there's an overworld, and then you go deeper and deeper in, or whatever. Like if that's going to be how they tackle it, or just how they're going to do that. There's obviously. I, I, what I want to know is if they're going to attempt to do any kind of of building mechanics, not in the sense of like an actual you placing individual blocks, yeah. But like, let's say based to, on finding stuff when yeah. you're going deeper down, yeah. Maybe you can build and alter the overworld town that you go back to, and it adds stuff over time, and the town gets kind of bigger and That'd adds cool. more stuff and NPCs. That'd be cool. Opens up more options for you to like. Maybe you're buying stuff from better blacksmiths and shit like that, or like whatever. That'd the be fuck. dope. Something like that. I think they're probably going to try and work something like that because it's ultimately it's still Minecraft. Well, it'd be cool if you were in the dungeon and then you could take your shovel and like dig and find other treasures like right. the boxes or break down a, a sidewall yeah, and next yeah. thing you know it there's another dungeon to go down. Oh, I'm sure they'll work in like some sort of stuff. You got to be able to do because at the at the heart of it it, it looks still like Minecraft. Minecraft but you still need to it still needs to have that Minecraft it has feel. To have some I don't need to build like no. per se. Yeah. Like I don't need to collect cobblestone. You just want to have but I little, want to be able to break some walls. You need a taste of I Minecraft. I need a taste. I need it. I need it. I need that. Yeah. It's fire. That's dope. Yeah. That's very dope. Um but, you know, anyway, we'll we'll find out we'll find out more obviously that's next year. So, yeah. Whatever we know now, shit could change <laughs> very quickly, dramatically over yeah. the next year. Um after that, the other thing that caught me by surprise was they had a um I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna describe what I saw because this is, again it was another one of these Microsoft had a lot of surprises. Um it was a horror game, definitely set up for VR play. You're gonna want to play this one for mm. sure because okay. it, it looks it looks first of all, it looks fucking it looks pretty fucking fire, I'm not gonna lie. When I first start, started looking what, at what it, is this called? Oh I'm not gonna tell you yet. I'm gonna tell you at the end. Um so when I first saw it, I was like, the first thing that came out of my mouth was Silent Hill, question mark, because it looked, it had the feeling of Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. And then I went, okay, it's not that. 
because then the guy pulls out a camera and I was like, okay, so this is like, um, um, oh, what was that Japanese game with the, with the camera, uh, horror game, um, uh, fatal frame. So I was like, okay, it was, I've got some fatal frame aspects here. Cause he pulled the camera up and he was seeing like a fucking ghost or some shit. Right. And then the guy walks away and again, the back of him looked like James from Silent Hill 2. I was tripping the fuck out, man. I almost, almost came thrice just the thought of Silent Hill. It's not Silent Hill, unfortunately. However, they show more and more stuff and it all looks fire. VR, whole nine yards. Head, mm. It had aspects of every major horror game, but it looks like they're doing them well and mixing them into this one. And you know what it fucking is, dude? Uh. You never guess in a million fucking years. Uh. It's the Blair Witch. Oh, a Blair Witch project game? Yes. Just look up Blair Witch trailer. Give it a quick little look-see. We'll get your reaction to it. But straight up... I didn't see any of this. See? Straight, I mean, maybe, maybe, hey, I didn't see any of this fire. Yeah, so now your, your, your rating of the... It's of going it might, up. might go up a little bit. It's going up. The stock value going up. Oh, shit. Yeah, just watch a little bit of it. We'll get a little, little reaction from you there. Oh, he even said, oh, shit. Oh, the graphics are nice. They are. Dude, this is very reminiscent of... Um, and then the, the, light, the light fucking... Um, Alan you Wake. Like Alan Wake. So I went through every horror game in my head. I was like, Alan Wake? Silent Hill? Uh, fucking Fatal Frame? Mm. Outlast? <laughs> Dude, it's very Alan Wakey. Oh, this is cool. I'm going to skip through some of this video here. Oh, you get a dog, too. Yeah, if you go back and watch it, it's cool. They go through, uh, and it looks like the guy ends up repeating the process they went through, where he looks through the camera, and he sees himself going down the walkway, and then the trailer comes all the way back around, and he's going out again. Damn. The it's some crazy shit, bro. Dude, this looks like fire. And I'm positive that's oh, VR. Oh, someone's standing in the fucking corner, yeah. too. Just like in the movie. And there's the camera. I wonder if it's just going to be like a totally new story or we're rehashing. Watch, see? Oh, oh they can't. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. Very movie-like. Yeah. Very movie-like. Oh, look, there's the woods, too. Oh, yeah. dope. And it pulls out pulls to out the, Blair you see the Blair Witch, Witch logo. Uh, the symbol. Yeah. The witchcraft shit. Yeah. That's fucking fire, bro. Yeah, bro. Blair Witch. Wow. Yeah. Caught me August off guard 30th. again. August 30th. Yeah, dude. That's, wow, that's soon. Wow, that's soon, man. Pre-order yeah. that shit. P- PC Digital, dude. I'm going to have to buy a... You need a Vive here I'm gonna pretty bu- soon. <laughs> I'm going to buy a... I'm, fuck it, man. Hell yeah. Tell me that didn't look fucking dope, though, right? That looks good. Yeah. That, that looks, looks good. Like, that, that looks like the for- first horror game in a long time that I looked at and went, yes. That looks good. The one before this was PT, and that got canceled. So this one, August 30th. Let's wow, fucking go. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. We're at we're at an 8.5. Um We're at an 8.5 now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm aware. I keep forgetting to give people like moderation powers and stuff. Uh, I don't have I'm not logged into Lag TV thing right now on the, on this laptop, so I can't give mod powers. Just block this bot in chat. Just Oh, I blocked spamming. Them. I yeah, blocked just just the block bot. the bot. Fuck them. Uh, you just press the three little button, three little uh And we're getting too popular. Things. You know, Dude, we're over 300 viewers now. We've peaked. We got bots coming in now. We've made it. Yeah. So Blair Witch, that was a thing. That was pretty fire. Not going to lie. Um, after that, I'll, I'll explain this as well. Look up RPG Time, The Legend of Right, and W-R-I-G-H-T. RPG Time, The Legend of Right. They showed this. This was part of like a, their little indie segment that they were showing off. Dude... The amount of detail and intricacy in this game for the aesthetic 
is crazy. Just watch this for a hot second. This game looks insane. Damn. So it looks like it's so. It looks like it's a little RPG thing mm-hmm. uh, that you literally play out like you're in a kid's room, but the kid is an engineer with an art degree, <laughs> and it looks crazy. The more I've watched the trailer, Holy the shit. more random shit that I see. That just like I keep seeing little bits that I missed the first time I watched it. So much detail. It's very. It's very. Um, what you call it? Like Elon Musk, uh, uh, Cuphead. Oh, it's, Cuphead. It's very, well, like, it's Cuphead-like. Kinda, it's kind of like that, but they, they've got, like, there's, like, cardboard stuff going on in there. Yeah, I see that. And, like, uh, and they're, like, using little things from around the room, like, pens. Holy shit, and, like, yeah, look at the card. You get a cardboard gun. Yeah. Wow. Dude, it's crazy. It's going to be a trip. Yeah. Coming in 2020. Yeah. That looked really interesting, like, a really unique... You know what? For 20, 30 bucks? Yes. Count me in. Like, it looked, it just just the uniqueness of it really caught my attention. No other game looking like that. I can tell you that much right now. A lot of cool stuff going on there. So definitely check out RPG Time, The Legend of Right, uh, for sure. Uh, then the other thing uh, was they talked more about Game Pass, which is, you know, their yeah. streaming service plus their... Um, well, not their streaming service. Their, uh, basically their you subscription to, to play whatever fucking games that they have in their library, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about the fact that it was coming to the PC, obviously, but then they announced Game Pass Ultimate. And this was this is a big dude, the amount of dick swing on Game Pass Ultimate is fucking wild. You get Game Pass on the Xbox. Yep. Game Pass on the PC. Mm-hmm. I saw this. Xbox Live Gold membership for 14.99 a month. Over 100 games. Yep. Whenever a new major release that comes out to Game Pass, so like Gears 5, Halo Infinite, you get it. Forza, whatever, you get it immediately. And not only that, if you have the Ultimate, so Game Pass Ultimate, you get the pre-order bonuses that people normally get. Damn. On day one. Damn. And of course, sometimes you're going to get the game a couple days earlier through uh, Game Pass Ultimate, things of that nature, Like just like if you were pre-ordering it, for $14.99 a month. Then they, uh, they talked about a bunch of games that are obviously already there. And then throughout the rest of the conference, they were mentioning when games were going to be, which which of these games were going to show up on Game Pass, like right out of the rip. And there were a lot of them, and they're not like they're not all small titles. Like they they're bringing pretty much all the big stuff straight to Game Pass right away. Some of the ones they mentioned that are available right now: uh, Batman Arkham Knight, the Arkham series is all pretty much fire. Yep. Metro Exodus, which is brand new. Yep. Hollow Knight, which is one of the best. Uh, indie games in like the last fucking decade uh, and then Borderlands the Handsome Jack collection which is like every Borderlands game ever fucking made mm-hmm. um, plus I think the DLC I'm not 100% on this but there might be the Borderlands 2 DLC that is that was being released that is a lead up to Borderlands 3 uh, I think might also be on that as well And then, but they have over 100 games in that shit Forza Horizon 4 which we're going to talk about um, uh, here as well because, dude, this... <laughs> okay. Adam, calm down. You'll be all right. Bro, I... You'll be all right. I want you to look up Forza Horizon for Lego. I saw it. You I saw, saw it? that whole thing. Bro, that shit is so fucking dope. That's out today. You gonna play it? <laughs> you're goddamn right I'm gonna play that shit. Dude, Lego Racer was dope. And then you're going to tell me that you're going to, not only are you just going to, at first of all, I'm watching this trailer, Forza Horizon 4 with, with like the Lego DLC. 
Um, I thought when I was watching it, oh, they're just adding a couple Lego cars. There's like f- cool little DLC Lego cars. No, it's a full-blown... It's a goddamn full-blown game thing. There's entire zones that are built out of Lego, where you can bring your real cars in, Lego cars in, destructible Lego environments, shit just blown up all over the place, crazy ramps and fucking half pipes and Lego shit everywhere. It's nuts. It's fucking wild. And it looked crazy because the graphics in that game were already insane. So when I first saw it, I wasn't crazy about it. Because for one, I'm not a I'm not a race car guy, so I don't, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. But what kind of, I wouldn't say won me over, but what made me accept this was when I saw the car crash and the pieces just scat. I said, okay, that <laughs> that's, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I, 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 even I was trying to hate on it, <laughs> but I saw that shit and I was like, okay, all right. Now you've, now you're. It looked pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, so you'll have to let me know what I'll I'll watch it when, I, yeah. when you're streaming. Yeah, I'll see yeah. what it's like. Um Dude, so here is here was my meme. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. Because I was watching it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on, on stream. This was my meme. <laughs> this was my thing <laughs> that I said. Your, what was your meme? Every every single game, right? <laughs> that I was like, yeah, but needs more Terminator. That was the meme I used that's, to. That's what I Dude, said. Dude, everyone was memeing about that. I, every time something ended, I said, needs more Terminator. Because there was like, I can't every, remember. The, there there was, was at least two big titles. Yeah. I Terminator think it was like well, Borderlands. One, one was an Ubisoft game. I think one was Borderlands. There was definitely like. No, I, Gears of War. Okay. Gears of War was one, but what was Gears the other one? Gears of War. And the other one, I think it was an Ubisoft title. I think it was a fairly big title. It was. Otherwise, why would they do the tie-in? Yeah. But, um, dude, the amount of shoving down the throat they're trying to do for this next fucking Terminator that's okay. coming out. Every time I saw red eyes on screen for any character, I went, oh, Terminator. Yeah. I, <laughs> dude, at the end of it, like, game was looking like shit, and I was like, but it, if, it, if it only had more, if it only had Terminator. Only just a little bit, just more, a little Terminator. bit more Terminator. I'm in. Squeaking just a little bit more Terminator, everything, and I'm in. Everything was Terminator, dude. That's true. Yeah, one was definitely Gears 5, and then the other one I can't remember. Um. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, you know. <laughs> there was def. Yeah, I think there was probably at least three games I saw with Terminator fucking in. in yeah, there. It had to have been. Is at least two. Oh, Ghost Recon. Ghost was Recon the other one. was the other one. Yeah, one of the like nineteen Ghost Recon. Was Rainbow things. Six another one? Uh, don't think so. All right. Um. So yeah, it's true. So we did get. We get I'm not gonna lie. Gears of War looks like a steaming pile of dog shit. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. Gears of War. So we can talk about that because that was Microsoft. Looks so like I dog even, shit, dude. I, dude, I, I, I cared so little about Gears of War. It's not even on this list for us to talk about. Bro, it looks awful. It looks. It doesn't even look like Gears well, anymore. Well, it's say, like graphically, it looks. No, it fire. looks great. I mean, graphically. But as a game, the game. Like, what are you now? I'm seeing people that have like special powers and fucking. Well, they're jumping uh, the mean, shark like Halo did, dude. It's 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 ridiculous, bro. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's 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 almost becoming a meme like Call of Duty. But just not as quickly. It's just it's terrible. It, it didn't. It just looks bad. I don't give a I'm fuck. Already, well, I'm already I'm already biased against it because I only liked Gears One, and then everything that followed. I just I just I had had enough Gears after I played Gears One, mm. and I did not need any more Gears of War. Um, and nothing about any of the Gears that have followed has, in any way, shape, or form, made me want to go back to Gears of War. But there is a Fairly massive community of Gears of War fans, mm. uh, which is obviously why this continues to go and why it's still a major property for Microsoft. But none of them, and including this one, 
has made me want to go back to that or think that those games are anything other than really pretty looking mediocrity. Yeah, uh, not for me. The just is kind of not not so hot. Um, you know what is hot though? That new Pro Controller. Did you see that? Uh, I did, and it looks sexy. It's going to cost uh, you as much video, as a car. Even the whole video and the whole thing, like when they you could uh, adjust the analog sticks. So yeah, that you could torque like the, t- tension yeah, like the tension on the analog that sticks. Was, that was pretty fucking dope. The controller looked fire, and then at the end of it, I said, uh, five easy payments of ninety nine ninety nine. It's going to cost, dude. It's going to be an expensive controller. It'll be two hundred forty nine dollars. It won't be that much. It can't be that much. It can't be that, dude. That's no. Hap- it'll it'll be it'll be at least one ninety nine. One ninety nine. Yeah. Minimum. There's no way it's fucking so a Canadian two forty nine. Okay. In the states, it'll be one ninety nine. Ask me if I'm buying a two hundred fifty dollar controller. Just uh, go ahead and ask me. Hey Jeff. Yeah. Just wondering. Shot in the dark. You buying that two hundred fifty dollar controller? No. Okay. There isn't a goddamn chance. I have I have the original Pro controller, and it is, without a doubt, the greatest controller of ever made. This one's probably going to su- succeed it as the greatest controller that you could buy. Yeah. Without question. Oh, well, look at it. Uh, however. It's the Rolls Royce of controllers. It is. And when you hold it, you never want to use another controller ever Well, that's again. the worst part because when it breaks, <laughs> you're, well, you got to go buy another one. Here's the thing. It's not going to break because everything's goddamn like machine yeah, it's metal. Like, it's, term- <laughs> it's Terminator steel. It's hefty, dude. You yeah. pick up that controller, you could bludgeon somebody to death with the thing. Like it is... It is a thick, thick, uh, like, uh, the only thing, so the only thing was, like, when you were torquing, like, the, the thumbsticks and stuff, that was my only concern, was there's a lot of moving parts now, mm. but if they're built like the other one was, and a lot of it's, like, actual, honest to God, like, metal pieces and shit, I, you ain't got nothing to worry about, your controller's gonna last you for a long time, uh, I mean, it had, like, a 40-hour battery charge, like, that's nuts. Yeah, dude. It looks pretty fucking dope. That's nuts. One seventy nine ninety nine US. All right, we were close. Yeah, no. So it's that'll a hard, be that'll it, be two nineteen probably Canadian. No, it's a hard pass. I'm just gonna have to go and say it. It's a. I don't need like I the pro controller still does everything I need. I don't. I don't need to be able to tension the analog sticks. Um, you know I say that, but if I'd got my hands on the new one and then I torqued them and I could get one that I felt better, I'd probably go. Yeah, okay. No, this is making because the difference between the three sixty controller and the Xbox One. Uh, Pro controller or the Xbox One controller in general, the Xbox One controller analog sticks are in fact looser than the 360 sticks. Mm. Uh, and sometimes, like when I'm playing on the PC, I play with my 360 controller still. Yeah, mo- I do most too. of the it's, time. It's like the best controller um, to, to use. Mo- like most of the time, I'm still. I using use my it. PS4 now, actually. Really, I can't stand the PS4 controller. See, I, I'm used to it. Like I, I don't. My mind thumb, it. my thumbs cramp because of you have big ass hands. Of holding like literal like, giant hands. Like your natural hand. Like if you just hold your hands out straight. Yes. yes. They don't do this. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So like over time, like what's the, nice dual, is it just syncs up right to Steam now. Yeah, the DualShock Four is obviously the best that they've ever had. Yeah, and and it's the best that they've ever had because they keep getting closer and closer to a 360 controller without getting sued. Is essentially why it keeps getting better. If you look at the form factor, it's looked, it's like they're taking the stretch tool in Photoshop and just like slowly turning it into a 360 controller, but the analog sticks are in the middle. <laughs> it's pretty much That's it. pretty much it. Um, but yeah, I, it's a, it, the new Pro Controller looks crazy. It's going to be expensive, but honest to God, for some people... Well, it'll be worth. I mean, be, if you're a console gamer, just like if you're a PC gamer, or if you just use a lot of controllers, like whether you're on the PC or not, because yeah. this hooks up to the PC. I suppose you're right. Like immediately, I suppose you're right. I mean, listen, is it the craziest investment you can make for your gaming? No, no. There's definitely worse but, things you. can But spend. I mean, goddamn, that's a lot of money for a, it is for a controller. Yeah, 
But I mean, I, I guess the other thing you think about it, again, if you're playing a lot, like I'm still using my 360 controller that's wired. You don't play Boshi. Um, and I've played, yeah, but this controller is... I have a graveyard of controllers now in that blue bag. There's like six of them. I just <laughs> I just go with the uh, the knockoff 360 controller that you get at Walmart, that, yeah, the that's Afterglow. Not, that's not helping you any, uh, any No, it's either. probably not, but I mean, when you like, go through them like I do. this if, I have a feeling if you took a pro controller and you slammed it into your desk, your desk would actually end up being more Dented. fucked up than the controller. <laughs> Well, yes, that thing looks like a brick. <laughs> it's a tank. Yes. But my 360 controller is, I mean, my God, dude, it's going on 10 years old. And it's still fine. And I use it a lot. Mm. This, one of those analog sticks starts to squeak a little bit. Still works. But that's it. Still works. So, like, and that, so that's the regular controller. You get a pro controller where shit's like metal. And mm. <laughs> that, Imagine you're if gonna... we had that technology back in the day for the N64 controllers. Like having like a fucking steel, <laughs> tension-based... <laughs> Fucking N64 instead controller. Instead of having to replace the analog instead of having stick? to replace that fucking thing every time you got to buy a new one from China. Have you ever off. tried doing that? No, but it's apparently hell. I looked up YouTube videos on it. I can tell you, as somebody who's now done it four times, you just don't, you just buy a new controller. Not you only did I do. It. All right, so let me. It's not too bad to just replace it when it's still in the housing. But if you're like me, so the the knockoff ones, the spring in it yeah. is really. Uh, it's it's bad. The dead zone on the controller becomes terrible mm. uh, if you use the original or if you don't use the original. So what you have to do to really do it is you buy the new analog stick yeah. and then you take the both of them apart and you take this original spring and you put it into the housing oh. of the Chinese one. That that works, but it's hell. It's fucking hell because how all of those pieces go back together if you don't if you don't like have an idyllic memory when you take it apart because when you take it apart it explodes. Yeah. You can't yeah. like gently take it apart. Yeah. It took me like two hours to figure out how to put like this Rubik's cube. It's like opening the back of a pen. Back oh, you know, it's bad. like everything's just like oh I was shit. Just like, you gotta try and figure it out. Yeah. So it took me a long time. Mm. Uh, I would never want to do it again. And just buy a new controller. But it did refresh my two controllers to be as close to new as you could get. There you go. Um, so yeah, pro controller looking good. Um, Sega's thing. So remember last week we talked about what we were guessing because Sega was slated to be at Microsoft, and we were saying that we were hoping. For Jet Set Radio, it wasn't it. but we both knew that that wasn't going to happen. No, but we could and pray. Then, and then, and then I, I said, thought it was going to be for a second the way that they were saying it. Yeah, like, as it, it was kinda... leading up, because they started saying shit, and I'm like, okay, that's that's not this game, that's not this. I mean, what what else is next? And like I said in the podcast, Fantasy Star, yeah, and sure shit, Fantasy Star Online too. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that that. I thought it was going to be like, like a remake. Yeah, maybe like bring something else back. But I had forgotten that Fantasy Star Online two was being a thing over there. For years. Mm -hmm. uh, and so now they're bringing it over here. Uh, English completely redone. Whole nine yards. Cross-platform compatibility. Xbox, PC, the whole whatever. Uh, and a lot of people were excited about it because Fantasy Star yeah. is a popular title. Yeah. Uh, and it looked good. Yeah, it especially fine. given how old the game is. Yep. You know what? Those, those types of games now kind of excite me. You know, because they almost have like a nostalgia feel to it. Yes. And I almost feel like as I get older, I'm looking more forward to the games that are remind me of my childhood and remind me of the games that aren't today. That's pretty much where I'm at. And that, along with a couple of those other uh, JRPGs and different type of anime-looking uh, games, yes, they yeah. really look great. Like, the soundtracks yeah. look great. The animations look great. They do um, They do tend to age better. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Halo Infinite got its little spotlight. I saw that. Uh, and... Um, on one hand, I was disappointed to not see gameplay, but on the other hand, I'm not surprised they didn't show any gameplay because this game is still another over a year before it gets released. Mm. And by the sounds of it, this is the biggest Halo that they've ever made. And so 
Um, and I think they also know, and we talked about this in the podcast several weeks ago now, is that I think they also know that this is their last chance. Their last chance to really bring Halo back, back. Yeah. to the main Which would be for, huge to, like, for them the, for the, the next forefront. console, right? Like, yeah. So they're big IP. launching it with the console like the original yep. Halo. Yep. Uh, that's going to sell a lot of consoles. It's going to sell. It's like Breath of the Wild, right? That's huge. It's going to sell. It's going to sell like mad. That was a big money play for them to do that, um, and it's smart because it gives them even more time. Yeah, to really work it out. Well, especially if they don't release too much on day one. If they kind of keep it like it was like the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you bring out Breath of the Wild, and there's really it's like that Mario. Like what, what, I actually well, know, well, Mario, I don't even think Mario was out at the time. Well, you're still gonna no, you're still gonna be able to play Xbox One games too. Remember? Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, the, the library. But I mean, even still. But as right? far as like brand new games yeah, go, yeah, yeah. yeah Every, like the, the, you're gonna buy one. You're gonna want a game to it's play. It's gonna be a limited list, and yeah. and Halo, and Halo Infinite is gonna be the big one, one. Yeah, and that's a big dick game to yeah. have as your launch title. Now, I will say, when I was watching the trailer, like the little snippet they had, I thought that I thought they were gonna bring a full circle. I thought we were gonna get the Halo prequel. As I, because the dude, like the the guy who did it, did a great job voice acting it. it. That's all I hear now too. When I'm watching things, I always just think of the voice actor and, and how yeah. good, they're, well they're doing. Well, they the did, dude, he, he did a oh, he did a great job. Great job. He, he had like um like a, a like a like a Hispanic accent almost, or a Puerto Rican, or yeah, he was like somewhere it was in some, that, neighbor, that neighborhood. Woods, yeah. Um, but what I thought is. First, he reminded me a lot of the dude from Game of Thrones and yeah. uh, uh, the, the 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 guy the that Viper? got fucked by the Viper, and uh, because he, he was so great. But what I thought is, I was like, oh my god, when I saw the suit floating out in space, yeah, when he wipes the when he the wipes fog it, and I saw the, the suit, window. and then yeah. he brought the suit in, yeah, right. I was like, holy fuck! Oh, do you think he was the He's next master? master chief? And I was like, they're gonna do a fucking. <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought they were gonna do a prequel, and, oh. that, and that's what was gonna save his oh. life because it was cold. Oh, he was dying. I, I thought he could get the suit. He's gonna put the suit on, and become Master Chief. But that oh. wasn't it at all because no. I was like, because they're thinking about making the movies and shit, right? And yeah, I was like, and- maybe we're gonna finally find out. Maybe this is their way. To cast the, for the movie as well, so that we can actually see oh, the face see. of a Master Chief. Well, that would be retconning basically everything about the Spartans. Yes, if they did but that. I, I suppose. But I mean, even still, that's what I thought at right. the original. And I was yeah. a little disappointed. I was like, ah, fuck. Because yeah. when he got when he got the machine running, and I was like, okay, it's another another Halo. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't get to see any gameplay, so I couldn't get overly excited. Yeah, because anybody can make a really good CG. Fuck that. Microsoft can make an hour and a half Halo movie with those graphics and shit. Uh, and and I'd be you know animated, and I'd be probably happy with it. They can make anything look good, but how's the game? And I was more intrigued for potentially seeing who Master Chief was opposed to actually playing it. I was more interested in seeing more about the lore of Master Chief and yeah. not so much another Halo. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, this is literally the follow up to where we last left Master Chief. Yeah, see, I didn't play the last one, so, so I didn't, So, at the end, you know, for, for that, when, where we last saw Master Chief, he's literally floating through space. Okay, Cortana's yeah. no longer with him because uh, of how the story played out. Yeah. That's why in the trailer you saw him take... He has Cortana's chip still in his hand. Like, when he yeah. opens his hand for the first time, when the guy turns the servos back on, he opens his hand, that chip is... Cortana. ...was Cortana, yeah. and he puts it back in, and there's no AI registered. Cortana's not there, right? Mm. So, um... Uh, but that's where we last left him was literally floating through space. And it just so happens to, you know, float on through here and this guy, and he's obviously excited because it means he's going to be able to maybe get the hell out. Um, and it's probably the beginning of the game, right? It probably, that's probably opens up like that, right? Almost certainly. Cause, and, and it was a bit of, 
it was it was a bit of nostalgia too though because it it played out very similar to the first Halo. Yeah. So in first Halo, they're pulling you out of cryostasis mm-hmm. as Master Chief in the thing. They open the tank up. You come into cryo, and you're immediately into the Covenant attacking on the ship. Yeah. In this, space is his cryo tank. Yeah. Frozen out in space, pulls him back in, turns him on. Covenant shows up. You're fighting the Covenant on the ship. Yeah. So it was kind of a throwback to Halo One. Um. And I uh, just. So the only thing that stood out to me, so other than the fact that the voice acting looked great graphically, obviously it's a CGI thing, but CGI can be done poorly. Uh, it looked good. The only thing that threw me was Master Chief put on some weight. He's big. If you look at that suit, I mean, Master Chief apparently was floating through space, but also was lifting weights. Yeah. Uh, he was already a big boy, but now he looks like he is a big boy. Not just tall, like he, he juiced up. Yeah. He's juiced up big. He's wide now. Um. And I'm not 100% sold on it yet. I'm gonna, eventually, I'm gonna look, I'm not even going to be able to see it anymore. Yeah. But like every Halo, obviously Master Chief's suit has changed and he looks different and different and different. But this is just like he's thick with three Cs. He's mm, a big boy. The juicing. Uh, he's juicing up. In space. But uh, I, I, I like it. I like that the Master Chief is back. I like that it that they did the, throw, you know, the callbacks to the original Halo. I hope that what that means is that they are going to go for that feel versus the feel of some of the more recent Halos, which in my opinion, I know lots of people would disagree with me, but in my opinion, they're bad. Uh, I I have a lot of hope for them to pull this one off um, because I really and honestly think that this is Halo's last attempt. It is. And if they fuck this up, GG. then it's GG. Halo is in, is, is in obscurity for the rest of its time. Like there's, yeah. It's going to be almost impossible to pull it back um, from there. So, uh, it looked, you know, for what it was, it looked good. Uh, it, it, it hit all the nostalgia things. People were, you know, excited about it as much as they needed to be. We're going to see more gameplay and stuff as time goes on. Next E3, we'll probably see lots of shit. There'll probably be a demo that they run up on stage. I bet you it'll be like a 10, 15 minute, just fucking straight gameplay demo at mm-hmm. E3 next year running on the new console. They'll be like full 4k suck your dick. 60 FPS. Ah, Halo 15 minutes. Go. Uh, Keanu Reeves is playing. Like it would just be like some wild shit. Uh, and then as far as, uh, that goes, that's pretty much Microsoft. You know, we already talked about, about it. They're still calling it project Scarlet. So they haven't even officially titled it yet. They're still calling it project Scarlet. So they don't even, they haven't even given it this, its official title yet. The new yeah. console well, it might already have a title. They just uh, don't want to leak it. Well, yet. that's it. Yeah. You'll hear it again next year. E3. Yeah. You'll get it then. Yeah. Um, that's it. The holiday, uh, holiday 2020 launching alongside there with, uh, with, with Halo. Um, no price point either again. No. Next year, you'll, you'll get that. After that, boy, let me tell you, did E3 have some roller coaster? And by that, it was mostly down with some minor ups, but then it mostly kind of kept going down again. Um, Bethesda. Oh. Uh. Bethesda. Oh man, that was a fucking. It actually kind of hurt to watch. Yeah, bro, it was bad. Like dude. I was kind of embarrassed for them. It was bad. So I was embarrassed for a couple reasons. One, they literally—I'm pretty sure the first three rows of that were paid people 100%. and or actual employees. Hundred percent of Bethesda. Who was the fucking dick? And then there's one dude who, like, Twitter blew up over one fucking ass white who in between every second word of whoever was on stage yelled so loud that the guy on stage or girl on stage had to stop because they broke concentration Yes, because they're just screaming for nothing. Literally yes. nothing was happening. There was nothing to get excited about yeah. in this entire conference. It was so awkward, And this dude. person was just screaming 
I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I'm actually upset with Bethesda for not kicking that guy out. Sooner. Like, that should have happened pretty much immediately. Dude, he was there almost right to the end. Like, he was literally almost, he got it was quiet only like the for a back, little while. It was like the back, the back 10 minutes of that conference, he was no longer there or shut up. They literally needed to have somebody come out and tell him to shut the fuck up or get the fuck out. It was so distracting. It was, it was, it was bad. It like, was, it, it was, was embar- bad. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was bad. Well, it was embarrassing because it was the most obvious use of paid cheering people, which we've known has happened for years oh, anyway. of course. But this was the most egregious, obvious yeah. use yeah. I have ever fucking witnessed in my life. It was so there bad, was dude. There was nothing to cheer for. No. And they uh, were going crazy, dude. Yes. Crazy for this shit, bro. Yes. Like, as if everything that was being announced was, was like, Elder Scrolls 6. Christ. Yes. It was like every fucking, it was like everything was amazing. So, um, Pete Hines is the first guy on, out on stage. It wasn't even Todd Howard to start it. Hines gets up on stage. He looks like he's ready to shit himself. Because he knows what's coming. Hmm. He does his little thing, and then here comes God fucking Howard, wearing almost the same fucking thing he clothes did last as he did last year. <laughs> Slightly different. He was like a color swap. Yeah. Um, Lighter beige. You, you know, he purchased some DLC, $10 color swap mm. for the uh, the costume. And he does his Todd Howard thing. He yeah. goes out, he tells three Todd Howard jokes. Everyone, <laughs> one guy in the background, yeah! That's literally what it was. And then... And then he just dumped into basically what he had already said before in that interview. It was Fallout 76 came out and it was, you know, we got some well-deserved criticism. Now here's some Now it's footage. one of the biggest, or like he's talking about some fucking sh- But you guys made it to what it is now. And here's some, here's some footage of a bunch of like people that you should feel sorry for dude, I, that changed their lives dude, playing Bethesda that games. That was so cringe. <laughs> oh and God. and I'm, I'm watching this live, right? <laughs> and I'm trying, because I know what the world's like, I'm trying not to like make fun of what the fuck's going on. I wonder because if any one of those people realized that they got used. They were used. It was, a, it was like a propaganda piece. Yeah. And they were literally... The the uh, the weapon. That's why that I could. Was being, that's why I couldn't comment. On I couldn't. It. I said nothing. I just like sat these there people and I were already it. getting used and abused. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Like you feel bad for what these people are going through, and I can relate to a lot of the things a lot of those people were struggling with. But at the same time, I'm I'm watching this. I'm going, this can't be fucking real. Are they really using this as a way to to make it seem like Bethesda's games? Fallout 76. It was like, don't attack us too hard, guys, because, because look at look this. What, look at all the great we've been doing. And then not only did they do it once, they yeah. did it multiple times. Yeah, they brought that back like three times. I couldn't fucking fathom, bro. Yeah. You had people that were like half crying on there. Like, I was like, Jesus, this here's is... Here's a couple of women holding hands with a zoom in. It's, 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 you know, Pride Month. And here's a bunch of people that have like crippling disorders and diseases that overcame it by playing... Fallout you know, 76. Fallout 76. And now they're UI designers for, for Bethesda. And this is how good and amazing we are. So Dude. don't yell at us too much because we're out here working hard for you. And Bethesda and God Howard. And yeah, da, 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 it was da, da, da. so fucking awkward, dude. It was, it bad. was bad, dude. It was bad. And it, it was so agenda heavy. It was so politically it was like it was like a political play i mean i and it was hope forcing, that those people don't realize it because ignorance is bliss in that regard yeah i mean listen I, that's not it's not on them like they didn't you I know, know i'm not saying nothing, no yeah. what i'm saying it's, is i, I hope they don't realize I hope it not because, because then it's, it then it then it's you're gonna feel used 100 percent, and that's what it was they were yeah. used without a doubt they were used period they were fucking used 
because I couldn't find anybody out there that was uh, that was excited about Fallout 76. Yeah. Go and find, I don't want to say a real fan, but find a fan that you're not using their struggles as a way to push your bullshit product and making it seem like it wasn't all bad because look what look what we've done for such and such with crippling depression or such yeah. and such with uh, eating problem or such and such with uh, with, with uh, you know uh, thoughts of suicide or whatever the fuck they were pulling, bro. It was every type of heartstring. It was like watching a doctor uh, a thing at four o'clock in the morning. Do you feel depressed? Yeah. Have Have you just your appetite bad? Yeah. Maybe you're eating too much. I have a magic pill for you. Yeah. That's what they they just name every fucking thing so that somebody and everybody could relate to one struggle or another, and then you're you're latching onto that and you're it, it's it's such a it was so blatant it it dude I was I was watching the stream like this like and I was looking at the chat because I wanted to see if somebody else was. And and the sad thing about it is not a lot of people were picking up on what they were doing. I was like, and I didn't say anything about it. You know, some people were like, this is cringe. But then there were some, I didn't see. Most people were probably focusing on the people showing up on stream. And because it's it's Twitch and people's first thing is they want to meme it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, here's an obese person with pink fucking hair and three teeth in their head. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's make fun fun of of that person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that's like the first thing they're focusing on that part. Not a lot of people were probably going through the, the thing in their head where they're going, holy shit. Bethesda is literally Checkmate. trying to play some fucking, you know, chess yes. with the community that's been To the point ha- where you can't say them. anything about it. Like, they're playing their cards yeah. in a way that, like, if you... Because if you say anything, it's like... You're an oh, asshole. Well, you're a fucking You're a fucking dick. dick. You're a dick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're not about Pride Month? Did you know it's Pride Month? Exactly. You're a fucking cunt, right? They used every type of social uh, thing that you, that you see on a regular... And they like ninja started against you to the point where you couldn't make fun of the game for being shit. It was some passive aggressive <sighs> bullshit Man, was, on levels untold before. I haven't, dude, that, and it actually made me angry. No, dude, I was mad. I, 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 well, I, I wouldn't say I was mad. I was disgusted. I was like, God damn, man. Well, you- I'm, I'm angry because, because I've, I have officially watched Bethesda go from. One of my most trusted and beloved yeah. companies. Oh, you were on their dick for years because they had created great games. My favorite game of all time. Yeah, and I knew that they were. Uh, I uh, internally the worst that we got out of them was, oh well, they're using a twenty-year-old engine and they refuse to fucking fix their mistakes. But in the last like two years, they have done some of the most ridiculous bullshit that that nobody can. De- and I wouldn't even want to try to defend it. But in ways that I'm not even sure how internally somebody didn't go, guys, the internet isn't that dumb. Yeah. People aren't that... Are we really assuming that people are going to look at this the way that you think they're going to fucking look at this? Like somebody had to... Todd Howard himself had to sit down and go... How does he even... Yeah. How does he even approve This is that? good. That's insane. This is going to help us. You're getting people from around, the, I guess, North America or wherever, and you're asking them to go on camera... In a dark room, in front of the camera, just you and the camera, you're naked, telling your most, like, intimate, intimate shit. shit for them to sell a fucking game. Not even really to sell it at this point. Not selling to game, save selling, face. selling them. Selling they're them? They're fucking, it's insane. They're literally trying to get it so that they don't, so that people think twice about criticizing yes. them for their, their bullshit. Yes. Because they're showing this and they go, oh, well, they're not that bad. You know, it's they did 
fucking saying they got used to the 10th degree. And all I can do is hope and pray that the people that, that poured their heart out in front of the world, which we feel bad for them, not only for what they were going through, because it was, you know, kudos to them for having the courage to go out and say what they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, But goddamn, yeah. you feel horrible and that it's used in that context. It's great to get the message out there because games have saved tons of people. Yes. And have gotten me through dark times along yes. with many people. But to use it in that way... It was it was un- oh, it's crazy. it was crazy I, it, and it was and Bethesda at all, like it was like their trump card it was like their last thing it's like how deep can we go down this rabbit hole apparently deep very deep it, I couldn't believe it man I I, I was I, I didn't even mention it on stream because I was like if I if I, I don't even know if I can open up the can of worms because because you're you're walking on eggshells right. It's crazy. Uh, dude, it it's was cr- it's it was crazy. it was crazy. It's, it's crazy. So they pulled what well, they pulled whatever the fuck that was. And if that wasn't enough, then they dump right into right off the bat with the with bo- look, the fact that they even mentioned the game Fallout 76 in my opinion was insane. What they need to do with Fallout 76 is literally <laughs> never mention it ever again. Like I said last week, be China, pretend that your horrific political and war crime shit Bruh. never happened. Bruh. Don't talk about it. No. And just let it die. Oh, they talked about it. Not only did they talk about it, <laughs> but they committed yes. the most yes. in history. Yes. Tone deaf. Yes. Announcement. Yes. Of all time. Say it. They put a battle royale mode in Fallout 76. Dude. Why? Bro, there's going to be a video of me saying Bethesda gave me crippling depression. Who okayed that? You know somebody said it because you have to internally. But Adam, you know what what the thing was for, for Todd Howard? You know what he kept saying over and over and over and over again throughout the whole thing? And he had to make sure that you knew it. Because even because he knows the bullshit he's spewing out of his mouth and the garbage that they're giving you, you know what he kept saying, Adam? But it's free. Free. He said that. I don't know how many times he said free. But every time he spewed up bullshit and it, it was, was garbage. It was more. But it was free garbage. So, that, so don't complain. Exactly. Don't complain because exactly. it's free. Listen. Yeah, you can't just, complain it's, about it's, free. You can't forget about. You can't complain about free. No. It's free. By that the way. Say, it's, we saved this depressed guy for free. free. <laughs> That's what the dude. It's, it was so sick. I couldn't believe it. I even I even started saying it before I even said it. I would say, but it's free. And then two seconds later, oh, and it's free. This uh, this lady over here with crippling social anxiety, we saved her for, for free. free. And then you've got the dude going, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, free, free, baby, have my children. Woo, Todd Howard's a god. Woo, titties. It, I mean, again, my reaction to that was genuine. It was me just saying no for about 30 seconds, and then I got up and left the room. Oh, man, it was hot. I didn't think that it was possible for them to make worse decisions. Hot garbage, bro. This, I mean, the video with all the people and Fallout 76 Battle Royale are the two, I'm calling it right now, most tone-deaf insane decisions that any AAA company has made arguably ever, ever. 
in modern gaming history. The levels of tone-deaf crazy that just went down in a span of five minutes in that conference is almost unfathomable. I, I can't... You know there are I paid actors when they said Battle Royale and there was heavy cheers. At that point, I... I, I dude, I actually couldn't believe... I, I thought we weren't getting any more Fallout bullshit. They came out with a Battle Royale, Adam. There's coming. There's a Battle Royale coming to Fallout and the asshole... It's here. I watched Shroud play it. Is it actually here? Yes, it, it was released that same day. I watched Shroud play it last night. Oh my god. Ask me how good it is. Oh, it's bad. Dude, I, dude, it's bad. You don't even need to say that. Really? 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 No, nobody's playing it. Really bad. I'm not seeing anybody playing this not game. Not only that, but it's still got all the same glitches and bullshit that the main game has. Dude, literally, nobody's playing this. It's awful. I'm trying to find it right now. It's like it doesn't exist. Fallout... Fallout it might 70. not be on. It might not be on Twitch's like list of games, so it might pop up something else. It might just be underneath Fallout seventy six. It is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this. I didn't even know it was out now. Do I let you know right now, dude? It's it is. Oh, it's hot. You know, it's bad, but it's the same glitches and shit that you find it's elsewhere. Hot, dude, it's hot garbage in a battle royale. No, it's a hard no. And that asshole had the had the balls to go out and say, "We've got such a great community that there's not even any uh, there's not even any griefing." You know, there's no griefing. You know, people are all so nice, you know, and, and you'd think that if, you know, the world coming to an end, it wouldn't, you know, everyone would just be, but you guys give me hope for when the world inevitably gets glassed over. Cures depression. Bethesda building fallout bunkers for free. Sign up today. Craziness, dude. I'm watching it right now. looks like dog shit. Uh, it's even uh, the menus, dude. Even the even the inventory and shit all looks like dog shit. This game is not meant to be a battle royale. How do you? It's it, not even it, meant to be a game. No, it's no it, of it, any description. It's like a sandbox where they create the game. They just put it. They just said go in there and fuck with glitches. Dude, people got excited about the fact that for Fallout seventy six, they were talking about bringing back non NPCs and then or like NPC I whatever. Know, I saw and that. then branching dialogue trees. Uh, they said, guess what? It's back. And they got excited about that They're shit. They're like, oh my god. As if it was... Whoa! Branching voice trees! Yes! Cheered it up, boys. There will be guns. Bethesda's actually dead to me. It was such a it's, shit show, bro. I might actually rewatch the whole thing because it's so it's so over the top. Like I said, the very beginning, I got raided right at the beginning of the thing too. Somebody came in, I was like, "You guys chose the wrong time <laughs> coming here." But good news, uh, you know, like dumpster fires, how they're hard to look away. <laughs> you are about to witness the biggest dumpster fire, and my it God, did they not disappoint? No, they, they didn't, didn't disappoint. disappoint. Everything. There was one highlight though of that entire Bethesda thing: Ghostwire Tokyo. Where the girl came out on stage and she was fucking adorable, oh, the cutie. yeah, and like fucking full blown anime, <laughs> real life. Uh, she was adorable. Her and Keanu Reeves are like the paint that and the dog that was like an Ubisoft, like the patron saints. Oh, uh, of, John uh, John uh, Brent Brenthal, I think yeah. his name is something like that. His yeah. dog. He yeah. brought the dog out. Yeah, and those are like the so people have like the the holy trinity of E three are like Keanu that's Reeves, it. her, and the dog. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, I have in quotation marks here. Spooky. 
I mean, it was a trailer. That's what she said. She was like, it's sp-. it was a door. She's like, it's spooky. Like, barely able to speak English. It was fucking hilarious. I got. I always got to give props. Like on one hand, I wish that they just got somebody out there with a translator or something because some of the people that they send out, you know, they're Japanese developers. Um, they send out the people that can best speak English. Yeah. But some of them really can't speak English well enough no. for unless you're somebody who's used to accents and specifically like a Japanese accent. A lot of what they're saying is yeah. just going right over top yeah, of yeah. people's heads. But they're cute and they're enthusiastic, of, uh, uh, enthusiastic uh, abso- about their product. Absolutely, right? no, so that, 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 yeah. So, like on one hand, like I, I that that's the upside of it. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, a translator wouldn't stop that from getting across because no. they're still going to say their shit. Yeah. Um, I'm just always impressed. People always like hate on them for not being able to speak English. I'm like, guys, dude, that's so tough. Though. Unless you can, unless unless you personally can literally speak more than one language fluently. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Can you imagine going on stage and as a second language, your second language, not only just going on there as your first language. Yeah. But as a second one, and there's like people in Europe where they're surrounded like by like five languages yeah. within a half an hour fucking drive, yeah. And you're forced to learn a couple languages, yeah. Everywhere else in the world, that's not really a thing. Yeah, you might like, have at best two, two. languages yeah. where the primary languages language hard, hard yeah. overshadows. So unless you're born into the secondary language, yeah, you're not speaking it. Yeah, Japan, not exactly the the multilingual mecca no. of the world. Speak Japanese. It's like Canada. Yeah, speak English. It's English. Maybe French. With like a, a small contingency of French speakers. Yeah. In the States, English, Spanish. You want a better paying Same job? Thing. Learn French. You want to go work in Ottawa and make like on average 30000 more a year than everyone else? Yeah. Go Learn speak French. French. Um, but yeah, it was just CGI. I will say this. It was some of the best CGI I've seen in a long time. For what? For Ghostwire Tokyo. If you, I'm trying to remember which one that was. I watched the whole thing, but... Yeah, so... Uh, all, uh, it was like Thanos almost. People okay. were disappearing and shit. Oh, oh, no, that was Elder Ring, right? No, 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 no. Elder Ring is the is the George R. R. Martin that's right, and Miyazaki that's right. crossover. Yeah, yeah, okay, this yeah, Ghost yeah. War Tokyo was like people were like going about their daily business. It was raining. Oh, disappeared. That's right. yes, also yes, low yes. key. Uh, also low key Hawkeye. Yes, like yes, yes, in, yes, 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 yes. It was basically. It literally it reminded like me of the Endgame. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, Endgame, yeah. 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 So uh, what about that cool game uh, with uh, where where you're in the apartment? It's called like Eleven Minutes. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. That was cool. Uh, was that? I don't think that was Bethesda, though. That was like, that might wasn't have been Bethesda. Microsoft. That was, I think, just a PC gaming show, I think. Okay, I thought that was Microsoft. That looked fire, though. That looked dope. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Groundhog Day and like, you know, a well, lived on repeat. Well, reliving it over and over you again. You know, but at the same time, it was well done. And it's I think super it's, well done. Yeah, I think that's really cool. You're probably going to die over and try and figure out the right way to do things. Again, crazy good voice acting. Yeah. Which and you have to have for that game specifically. Oh, well, it's voice driven. Or falls apart. Yeah, or falls apart. Because yeah. graphically, you're not, it's not doing much, but it's, exactly. it's, a, cool, it's a cool immersive game. Uh, and you know what? Those are the type of games that I'm loving now. I want to be able to sit down, play a game for five, six hours, have a good experience, and walk away from it. Yeah, yeah. That's the, you know, that, that, those games speak to me, so that was cool. Any um, other big things? Yeah, my okay. My childhood and all of my hopes and dreams not only got shattered because Bethesda is destroying everything that I loved about them um, consecutively year on year. For I want to say three or four E threes now. Whenever somebody has asked me, "What do you? What's the? What's the far flung game that you hope just makes an appearance mm-hmm. and it gets you know it's a comeback game?" And one of the games that I've always said, other than Jet Set Radio Future, which I'm still waiting on now, was Commander Keen. Yes, and they came up. There, there was one Commander there. Commander right? Keen popped up, but of course we can't just get 
actual goddamn Commander Keen, we had to get some shitty intern-built Commander Keen mobile game. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It looked like just a transaction laden. You know what it looked like? Oh no, was that no? That wasn't. I was thinking of the Rainbow Six one. Oh, Remember that's that? also bad. That's, dude, that's, that shit looked like Virtual Boy from the Sega CD. Uh, that was rough. It looked fucking and we're awful. Gonna, and we're going to get to that for another reason um, in the Ubisoft conference. But they came out and they completely destroyed Commander Keen. All I could think of was like the, the Godfather where, you know, Marlon Brando said, Look how they massacred my boy. It was basically me. Sitting at that, just watching that, was, my heart was just being ripped out of my chest. Like, are you serious? After all this time, you finally decide to do something with Commander Keen. And you give it a that's shit what you do. fucking mobile game. And that's Seriously? What you do. That's what you do. Mobile's the future, right? Just ripping it out of my chest. I mean, you have a cell phone, Like, you? you couldn't even just do Commander Keen, the original games, and, like, up-res them a little bit and put that on, on mobile, which would work great. They're simple platformers. Yep. You had to, like, literally destroy everything about Commander Keen and then make it a really shit-tier, two-frame animation, intern-made, bullshit, microtransaction-laden fuck show. Have fun. Fuck yourself, Bethesda. Uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, which the new Wolfenstein game is actually pretty dope. Um, but uh, they have Cyberpilot, which is a VR um, little mini-game-ish of sorts where you're literally just in the mech suits that are in the newer games. Mm-hmm. Shooting shit in VR. Fun. Uh, and then they have Youngblood, which is um, the next part of the series where... Um, BJ Blaskovich is who's the main guy in Wolfenstein, the guy who you play, uh, has gone missing or whatever, and then his two daughters. This happens in the in the eighties. His two daughters now are out looking for him, mm-hmm. and so you can play the game as one of the daughters or in co op. You can play through the whole game, so the two daughters together, okay, doing it. Um, it looked <laughs> like more of that game. The shooting and stuff was pretty good uh, in general. Um, it played well. Uh, they had lots of great memes in those games, uh, so it was one of the few. You know, Wolfenstein's been one of the few shining things that Bethesda has, uh, and those two look like you know more of the same. So if you're into that, well, then there you go. Then we got Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. which looked like more Doom. Yep. Um, but it also had platforming, dude. I'm I'm not gonna which lie. was weird. It was like a bit of Mirror's Edge in there, like where you're fucking literally. That was odd. It was very odd. Um, and it looked it looked. Um, it's not like it looked. It's not that it looked like it. It wasn't no, playable, but it, but it, it looked, just looked like out of place. Yeah, and it 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 <laughs> looked a bit janky, to be honest with you. Like the, it was smooth, like everything looked. The animations looked good, but when you went to go and when you get close to an enemy, it would do that animation almost like a like a Mortal Kombat finisher, and you, yes. you'd be like me to you, and then all of a sudden you're like in them, killing them, yeah. and then you're like back. Well, there it was, was like, almost like it sucks you into the video. Well, it was like the ne- it was like that in the in the like other. Doom. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. like. The, I didn't personally just thought it. Um, it was. It does. It, it's, jar- it's jarring. It's jarring. Yeah. There's no real animation that takes you from you to the enemy. Yeah. It's like the screen blinks. Yeah, and, and then, then you're the animation there. Happens. Yeah, and then you're there. Yeah. And, it, and it's and it's. I think it's just to keep the pace of the game. But, it, but it was really up. weird because as you're platforming and jumping, like you're jumping down yeah. on somebody, and the next thing you know, it you're like in them, and then you're killing yeah. them, and then you're you're still going. It was. Like it a, is. It is jarring. Yeah, because and, everything else is so smooth. Like it's fucking. It looks so dope when you're running around shooting people, and then when you get close and you're doing that shit, it. The whole feel of it changes. Like yeah. it's no longer as smooth as yes. it, as it should be. Yes, it's it, 
I didn't like that. I no. mean, personally, I, I never, and I didn't like that about the first, you know, the, the last round of Doom either was that just the lack of animation of getting you to the the enemy that you're like doing a finishing move on. Yeah, because it was very, uh, it. Uh, it kind of fucks with your coordination. Like, yeah. If, if, like, it's like Assassin's Creed when you go and assassin somebody. It's, yeah. You almost, or not Assassin's Creed, but the other one, the uh, Dishearted or Disheartened. Dishonored. Dishonored. It was just like that. Similar, but they, even that had some animation between you I and, suppose and, you're the, right. and the person you're killing. Felt- this is literally like the screen blinks yeah, and, and then you're, you're there. in the animation. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely all in the the just for the sake of keeping the pace of the game up yeah but i think it for me anyway I think it, ruins it does, the, it, like does it slows it down almost it feels like, it, it just feels awkward yeah uh, it just feels it just yeah. feels awkward but, but whatever people love doom, doom really good hey, hey, and it is great. good it's yeah, fucking for, good the shooting is great it's fast paced it's nuts it looks amazing it's not um, for me but okay. uh, but it, it is yeah it's not for me either but you know like that more was doom. the the platforming was weird I, I i don't i don't get the platforming thing but they did and they on also top of that, sorry on top of that when they were jumping around there was somebody made the joke in my chat and i was thinking about it of a mario and then all of a sudden yeah, there was mario like, doom yeah and then all of a they sudden there was one up mushroom or whatever yeah like you could hear like bang 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 like it sounded like they were collecting coins and shit i'm like what the fuck it is was, going it on it was here? weird it did they had like they had collectibles that almost looked like a fucking mushroom yeah and it was making those weird Weird Mario noises. noises. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it was a bit wild. It was a bit wild. Um, they also announced for that, though, the battle mode, which is uh, where there are two demons and one slayer, uh, where the two demons are working to cool. kill. And it looked cool. That was cool. Uh, and so that was a new mode. That it they, reminded they me a coming. lot of uh, Death by uh, Dead by Daylight and those Kinda type similar, of games. Smaller scale, but similar idea. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and it did look pretty cool. And then the other thing that they announced that was like a software-related thing is Orion, which is a gaming uh, great game streaming tech that works in tandem with things like, I guess, uh, Stadia, Stadia or whatever. If they're trying to port older consoles, older engines, this tech works with apparently any engine to help reduce the latency and uh, the data required by up to 40%. Mm. Um, I'd have to see that in action before I believe literally anything that they just said there. Yeah. Um, and then see how well it works with those older games. But that's something that they're working on, which is good because one of the questions that a lot of people had were, how are older games going to be able to get, you know, it's one thing for newer games to be built around with the idea of being used for these services, but how are you going to make older games be able to, to you know, accommodate that? And I guess uh, ZeniMax and Bethesda working together to a degree to try and solve that problem in the market. Cool. Uh, so we'll see how that works um, when it inevitably gets used, uh, I suppose. And that was really it for Bethesda. Yeah. It was Gong Show, almost entirely, with yep. very few... That was a shit show. Very few up, uh, upsides. Um, and we move on to the PC Gaming Show. This is the show that uh, Mr. Day J himself uh, hosts pretty much every year now, uh, along with Frankie uh, in the last couple of years, the, uh, the, uh, the girl that uh, hosts alongside of them. And they do their thing. They always do a, 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 pretty, you know, a pretty good job of it. Um, and uh, so much gets shown at this show that it's hard for, to even keep up. So I'm just going to highlight some of the, the major shit here. Because uh, there really is an almost non-stop slew of shit that you see like three seconds of a clip of a game on screen and they just keep fucking cranking stuff out for like the whole conference. Um, Midnight Ghost Hunt was the first thing that really stood out to me. Uh, did you see any of the PC gaming show? Didn't watch any of it. So so Midnight Ghost Hunt, you know the game Prop Hunt that streamers played a, yes. a fair amount of for a while? Yes. And, uh, it was pretty cool. It was like a Source Engine mod. Yep. Uh, okay, so Midnight Ghost Hunt is like prop hunt with ghostbusters. So the people that are that are ghosts, they're hiding in objects around the house. 
this mansion. And then there are people that literally look like Ghostbusters. They're in like hazmat suits with like fucking proton packs. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I'm looking essentially. at it right now. Yeah. Um, and their job is to clear the house of ghosts. But the ghosts can fight back. They can actually throw objects at at the at the ghost hunt, uh, you know, Ghostbusters, if you want to call them that, or ghost hunters. Uh, and their their job is to you know incapacitate all of the hunters um, before all the ghosts go down. And the hunters or the or the busters, they want to clear out all the ghosts, especially before midnight, because when midnight rolls around, the ghosts' power goes way through the roof, mm. uh, and it's it's they're they're really hard at that point just to survive um, until the morning or whatever. So. Um, it looked pretty cool graphically. It actually looked yeah, it really look great. Bad. Uh, it's it looks like it'll be a fun little game. It's not you know it's not something you're going to charge sixty dollars for, but it was kind of a fun little uh, game and, a, and a, a a cool kind of extension of Prop Hunt. Where before Prop Hunt was just you go and hide, but now you actually can retaliate a bit uh, and and you know fight back against the people trying to find you and, and whatnot in the house. Uh, and so that that kind of stood out to me. Uh, a bit. Shenmue three got shown off. They brought uh, they brought the boys out on stage for Shenmue three. Shenmue is one of the most beloved mm-hmm. uh, Dreamcast mm-hmm. titles of all time, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have been waiting for Shenmue three to finally hit. And it's gone through you know its ups and downs in development. Uh, and I've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Shenmue right there, Dreamcast. So I've got to be honest, dude. The game looked rough. I didn't see it. So um, graphically. It looked like an Xbox 360 game. Mm. Animations looked really bad. Pretty much throughout. Voice acting, also not so hot. Mm. It looked really rough. Um, and yet, it's coming out, I think, this year. Yeah, this November. But it, it looks, it still looks like a game that needs another like year, two years, yeah. <laughs> to really polish it up. Um so that's going to be another one of those games where it's going to lean hard on story, story and character. Yeah. And if that isn't there, Rip. you're asking players to do an awful lot because it really did look it looked dated as fuck. It looked like an old, old, old game. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, talk about Shenmue Three Epic Store. I didn't even know anything. I, can, I don't even remember anything about that. But I'm assuming it's going Exclusive to the Epic Store or something. I dude, uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't give a fuck. If a game goes to Epic Store, fucking don't care. If it goes to Steam, I don't congratulations. Yeah, I don't if it goes to neither of them and it's a P, you know it's a console exclusive, also if the game never comes out, I, I really, actually don't give honestly a could not fuck. fucking care. It can die in a fucking fire. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm guessing. Oh, it's an EGS exclusive after having a GoFundMe or whatever uh, through Kickstarter. Oh, okay. So it was another one of those. That's happened to a few games. Don't care. Really don't care. Yeah. Uh, because this is a game that barely happened even with a Kickstarter. And now you're looking at, you know, again, one of the most beloved games of all time with a developer behind it that everyone wants to love. And then a developer comes out and says, we're taking this to EGS because they're paying us lots of money and we'll be able to maybe make some more games or maybe some content for this game down the road. Maybe fix your animations. Just fucking be happy. Hire a better voice actor. Just be happy. Just fuck over yourself. Grow the fuck up. Just grow the fuck up. Jesus Christ. It's not that that bad. Um, Ancestors, which was shown last year, is literally where you're going to Africa. To Africa! To Africa. 10 million years ago. Um going through the various stages of humanity's evolution and you're playing through them of sorts. Mm. Uh, which sounds like a really weird concept, but when you watch it be played, it actually looks pretty dope. 
Uh, and so they showed a bit more of that as well. Um, again, that's all I have to say about it. Is it looked it looked pretty good? It's a game that nobody else would ever think to do. Somebody decided to go and do that. Like if somebody sat down and pitched a game, let's go to Africa 10 million years ago and you play through the evolution of humanity, somebody would go, eh, maybe not. They said, fuck it, we're doing it. And it looks pretty dope. All right. Uh, after that, Chris Tales, which is an RPG with a great art style, a really, really unique-ish art style. Um, and when I say RPG, I mean, it, like, I don't want to call it a Japanese RPG, but it kind of like edges in that direction a bit. Uh, and then you, there's mechanics of past, present, and future. So time plays a pretty big part in this game. Um, and depending on, you know, where you are, if you're doing, if you're, I guess it will look like if you're in the past, the present or the future, depending on where you are, whether that's in the battles or outside in the world, it pretty dramatically changes how things go. And so I'm guessing that you're going to be doing a lot of jumping around time traveling and trying to like piece something together doing it that way. So basically a puzzle, it's a puzzle game. Um, at least to some degree, like, I, I don't know, I don't know, you don't see enough of it to really tell, but it, it isn't more of an RPG kind of deal. Uh, then we saw more Borderlands 3, guess what, it's more Borderlands. Cool. Um, a lot of Borderlands this year. Yeah, with the only additional thing that we really learned is that they have DLC for Borderlands 2 that is a prequel lead-up to Borderlands 3 that they're releasing. Okay. Uh, after that, we got Telling Lies, which is, uh, from the same team that did Her Story. Do you remember seeing people on Twitch play your story or her story? No. So, um, full FMV. So recorded just camera footage or whatever as a game. Oh shit. Yes. Yes. And it's like a detective thing or something. Yes. So, uh, yeah, uh, of sorts. So like a mystery. Yes. So same people that did that doing this, um, again called, uh, Telling Lies uh, full FMV. It's like a thriller mystery puzzle game. Um, ten hours of video footage in this game. Damn. And you're doing a lot of combing through like metadata on videos. Like if you search for a certain word, then the game will like goes through all the videos. You know, uh, maybe this word appears in another piece of footage somewhere else, and you're like reverse engineering, trying to stitch stuff together, solve this thing. Uh, and depending on what you're searching for and where you know where you're pointing yourself through videos as you're looking, you'll like, maybe you see more footage than somebody else that plays the game or whatever, but you're, you're constantly combing through stuff, trying to piece this whole thing together. Um, uh, I think it has something to do with like NSA, like somebody found a bunch of like uh, NSA tapes or whatever, uh, you know, footage from a bunch of different people saying they're uncoming, uncovering some sort of like conspiracy thing or some shit. Sounds cool. Uh, and it looked really cool. A, a very unique, a very unique game. Uh, so definitely check that out. Telling lies looks pretty cool. Then we got Maneater for a hot minute as well, which is Grand Theft Auto, but you're a shark. Again, showed last year, uh, but they showed a bit more this year, and it literally, it's it's gr- like Grand Theft <laughs> the way you described it, it's like playing Grand Theft Auto, but you're a shark. So you're eating people and fucking boats up and doing all sorts of shark okay. things. Uh, and you also upgrade. So like you got upgrades and shit, so you're like growing as a shark, like baby shark, you know, to a great white, to like growing all the way up, and you you so you've got big power spikes, and then you've got you know you can like choose upgrades for like metal teeth for like fucking boats up even harder and shit and everything, and it look it's a game that everyone's been talking about because it's so ridiculous, but it's like a hilarious concept. Sounds kind of fun. It sounds it looks pretty dope too. Like graphically, it looks pretty dope. So Man Eater was another one. Warframe. Warframe, the game that just keeps getting bigger and crazier updates as time goes on. That community is diehard as all hell. Yep. Uh, getting the uh, Finally getting the Imperian expansion, which is like their space travel and combat expansion. Damn. Which is a big expansion. 
Uh, I think up to four people on the ship. So it's or starting to become more and more uh, like Star Citizen, except it's actually out. <laughs> it's a little less detailed than what Star Citizen is going for, but it's definitely a major step for them because it's no longer just terrestrial battles. Now you're going. Dude, that's, a, that's, that's pretty huge. It's fucking huge. That's pretty fucking big. So, that's not uh, small. So they were talking about that and you know, going through a little bit of the stuff. I think a lot of it people probably already knew for the most part. They have a lot more coming up. They have their TennoCon, which is like their convention for Warframe, yeah. where they're going to have uh, a much bigger reveal... Uh, and they were promoting that like uh, as well because they had in-game content where if you watch on Twitch like a half an hour of the full hour, you unlock some shit in the game and, and stuff like that. So Dude, they have Warframe, a lot of stuff coming. Warframe is the fucking truck that keeps going. And they are fucking geniuses when it comes to keeping their game yes. relevant and in the forefront. They do some great... Like, the, the people, like the marketing team on that understands gamers and understands uh, how to do promotions... Mm-hmm. understands how to engage with their community. Yeah. They just fucking get it, dude. Yeah. Like, if you took that team and gave them to somebody like Blizzard, mm-hmm. wow. Like, how how much better would Blizzard be off having people that actually know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to how to treat content creators, all this <sighs> other shit. It's, it's insane. They've, uh, well, I mean, the difference between those two is that you're talking about a company that's basically just all Warframe. Yeah. And they're a smaller company that's kind of more independent, so they're not. Of course, they don't have to answer to anyone but themselves, I right? Know, but I'm saying I'm 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 giving but them yes, a damn how, compliment. Yes, no, absolutely, no. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, uh, uh, you know they they have the luxury of that, and they they aren't they aren't squandering it. No, they're doing a lot of good stuff with it. I just wish that they made it an, an easier game to get into to as jump a new into. player. Yeah, yeah. Because it is a it's tough. It's a shit show. It's tough. Uh, it's they have a lot. What they what. You know, the thing is, they they have to look at it because again, they are a smaller team. They have to look at it and go, you know, we have to keep making content for the hardcore players that are basically our whales. Yeah. Um. And and you know, only so many resources can go back to like the old content to get it to a point where like older people uh, or newer people, I should say, to get into the game. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that game could really use some some like a pair of of like fucking trimmers to go out and just, you know, get the hedge back a little bit. Yep. You know, just there's too it's, much it's, going on. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a, it's not a casual it's a casual friendly game, but it's not casually friendly to pick up. No, it's like it's, you're literally lost. It's so many years of them having like band-aided stuff on that a lot of like excess fat could be trimmed yeah. severely yeah. to streamline the process for newer players. I agree. And they need to do what WoW did, right? Basically make things quick to j- to jump well, in. Well, you can kind of do that, but the thing is there's so many systems in this game now. Yeah. yeah. It's that tough. even if you yeah. do it, it's tough. Yeah. You they need don't. like an encyclopedia. Yeah. To really actually, you know, keep up on the side to get it going. I agree. Otherwise, fire. Yeah. I mean, un- unadulterated fire. They're killing it out there with, with Warframe. Uh, then we had Baldur's Gate 3, which we talked about as well last week on the podcast. They didn't have a heck of a lot more to show. It was like the trailer or whatever. Um, what they did mention <sighs> was that it's coming out when it's ready. They pulled one of those. Okay. Because there's a lot to do for Baldur's Gate. They want to do it properly. Apparently, these guys have been trying to get the Baldur's Gate license for, a, for many years. And then finally, the guys who had the license called them up and said, "Hey, would you still want to do Baldur's Gate?" We need Gate? money. This was after this was after Divinity: Original Sin came out and just did big things, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, "Yes, absolutely." Went and did that. Here we are, and here we are. Uh, they do have a tabletop game that's a prequel to Baldur's Gate Three that they're releasing. Okay, doesn't interest me, but that's 
No, but it's kind of a neat, you know, for for fans because that's the kind of that's the audience that you have, right? Absolutely. Uh, And so that was kind of neat. But otherwise, that was pretty much all you know is that it is coming. You know for sure that it's the people that made Divinity: Original Sin, which means it's probably going to be pretty good. And then you're also going to get this sequel or prequel thing uh, leading up to the the release. That's uh, uh, pen and paper. All right. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Doc apparently tweeted that his director got fired. I don't know if he's memeing or not. That's a meme because he doesn't have a director. Uh, but what that does tell you is that whatever is coming can't be that bad because that's... He's memeing on Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we'll keep the key. Mishaps... Le- oh, he actually tweeted, Mishaps led to recaps. Full video coming soon. P.S. My director, Alex, was fired. I, and you know what I meant, mentioned on stream yesterday? I said, you know how he, if, if this goes down, okay, one way or another. He's going to blame it on somebody. And it's not blaming. Alex doesn't exist. Alex is a non-existent character that he has oh. when he's streaming and he's and something goes wrong on the stream. This fucking or, or if he's changing scenes. Alex is the director. He's the guy uh, in the back pressing all the buttons like on the stream deck. He's right? Alex. So Al, he te- technically Doc is Alex, yeah, right? Yeah. But Alex is the guy. See, I don't watch enough Doc to get that. Right. So right? that's a Doc joke. So I said, I said what, he, what would be really smart of him to do is he fires Alex and he gets a new intern and that's exactly what he's fucking doing oh called it God, what a, <laughs> what a fu- see he's such a legend bro he's a, le- he's a legend that's a 200 IQ play that's a legend I mean it's not gonna save him getting fucked on no but as far as like the as far as like but the great thing about his character the story is, about the character the great, is that the great thing about what Doc does is he can be a dick about being a dick like he can just yes. say you know what fuck you I'm Doc I'm the two which time back work, to back which doesn't work for everyone no but but if you don't have a stick up your ass, that shit's funny, bro. It, it, dude, it's funny to me. That shit's funny. It's funny to me. <laughs> funny. See, I didn't even know Alex was a was a fake thing. Yes. And and now it just makes that even funnier. Yeah, he's, he's a non-existent person. Just Alex. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, Alex is fired. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it's going to be like Pedro next or something, right? Yeah, it's some new character. Somebody new. Who, who knows what's going to be? Um... All right, moving on. <laughs> what a god! Moving on to one of the uh, you know better better points of E3. Not that there was a heck of a lot of benchmarks for this one. Square Enix, oh. their conference. So, how much of that did you see? Uh, none. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they led immediately into Final Fantasy VII remake. That was of the first thing they did. They showed a screen, uh, which was like the. The opening menu in Final Fantasy VII with like the little hand icon and everything that said new game, continue, and then brink, at the very bottom, brink, brink. remake. And they went, brink, brink, clicked it. Clever. Oh, they actually make the noise too? Yeah, it's clever. Okay. Uh, and they, so they, they jump right into it. Uh, and so uh, we got to see more gameplay of standard combat. We got to see gameplay against the boss, the scorpion boss, and the bombing run section of that, the opening of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and I'm watching, I'm watching pieces of it. Now. And then they, uh, yeah, so they went over, you God know, damn, it looks sexy, man. Graphically, obviously it looks fantastic. There's no, there's no two ways around that. Graphically, it looks really, really good. I'm going to see if I can find my Square Enix notes here. Damn, dude. Dude, the battle system actually looks. Yeah. So we got to learn a lot more. Fire, we got to bro. learn a lot more about the battle system. So, uh, first thing to get out of the way is that. This first section of the game is two Blu-ray discs. Um, for this first part. 
I'm going to guess a lot of that is because of 4K textures and, and like audio and cutscenes. Jesus fuck. <clears throat> so this is only Midgar and it's two discs, two Blu-ray discs. Now, we still don't know how many releases this game's going to have to complete it. The language they used didn't instill a lot of confidence in me. <laughs> we thought it was going to be three, but I mean, if this is... So this is only Midgar, which is about 15% stretch at 20 of Final Fantasy VII. Um, oh boy. So the first disc, uh, or, or he said the first disc is Midgar only. So maybe not both discs. So the first disc is Midgar only, but we don't know. I don't fucking know. The language they use is fucking weird. And he said because, and this was a quote that I had, it's become a game in its own right. Midgar. So... You know, it's really hard to get a bead on So why don't them. they put out Final Fantasy VII Midgar? Well, that's basically what it's going to be. And then so we're, we're just going to do and, another one, but, Final Fantasy VII X, Final Fantasy VII Z, Final Fantasy VII, 10 episodes later, $500 later. But but the thing that everyone's a little like... So the, the question marks are, how many parts is this going to be? And how long, based on those parts, how long is it going to really be before we get to the end of this remake? Because it's not going to all be as long as the development for this first part, because the first part went through a lot of crazy shit to get to where it is now. But, you know, you can't just reuse that many assets when you leave Midgar. Like, Final Fantasy VII's world is... You have to make a lot of fucking assets. It's big. It's big. Yeah. Um, Unless they're cut no parts of the game. All right? So... You know, is there going to be five years in between every release? Probably not. But I'm not even sure, like I said in the last podcast that we were talking about this, I'm not even sure it will be a year. I think it's two years in between parts. They can't do that. And I think it's going to span almost a decade. I think it's going to be six to eight years. Don't say that. I think it's six to eight years. Don't say that. With the only thing that would stop that being that they're not going to pay as much attention to detail with the rest of the game as they did Midgar. There's a chance that they looked at Midgar from the original release and said, there's a lot more that should have happened here. And so we're going to spend more time here. Here's the other thing. There are characters that weren't originally in Midgar in the original release that are showing up in Midgar. And if you remember Final Fantasy VII enough, there are parts of Final Fantasy VII's like story bits and pieces that could have happened in Midgar hmm. but didn't for the sake of gameplay. So is it possible that this first two disc stuff even though it's just Midgar doesn't mean that it's encapsulating just what happened in Midgar in the original Final Fantasy VII meaning there might not be as much left over of the game as we think there is? And if that's the case, then maybe it's five years out from being completely done. But I don't know how we are any less than five years away from getting this entire remake. I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. Which means that this game is going to span the end of PlayStation 4's life cycle into PlayStation 5's and be three quarters of the way through PlayStation 5's life cycle before... The, the remake is completely done. For one game? You mean to tell me, I mean, I gotta, I gotta wait till my son is start school in order to finish this game? Is that what you're trying to tell me? 
or maybe even be a year or two years in. That's what it's looking like. Hey, son, when you're in grade three, daddy be finishing Final Fantasy VII. So, but with the language they used, I don't know how to read that any other way. I don't know how to see that any other way. And truth be told, we might not know until we get this first part. And we still might not know when this comes out. But that will be the first question that everyone has. Is It still is. How many parts is this going to fucking be? And how long are we supposed to be? It's starting to sound like it's going to be more than three. But even if it wasn't, you know, even if it was three, how long is it? That's still like five, six years. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. You do the math. If it was a year between each one, I would be super impressed. I, I don't know how they would do it in a year between each. A sweatshop. Basically. 24-7, 24-7, seven, seven days a week, cranking out Final Fantasy VII. Even if it was 18 months. Still. I don't know how they do that. So, uh, it, it, anyway. So that language was very odd to me, and it did not instill a lot of confidence. Then we got into the gameplay and stuff, and we started seeing it. Um, and we saw a lot more of the combat. Looks pretty. I'm not going to lie, man. It, I mean, graphically, it looks fantastic. There's no two ways around it. It looks it looks amazing, and it sounds amazing. The soundtrack is there. It's revamped. It's uh, it's 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 Nobuo Umatsu's legacy. The shit's dope. The action real time combat uh, is what we're looking at, and 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 they still have an ATB. They still have an ATB bar. So they've broken it up like this. You have your real time combat, which is your your. Like your light, heavy attack, like a like a like an action game. Yeah. And then you have an ATB bar, and when you use your ATB bars for abilities and stuff of that nature, not your regular attacks, but your abilities. So whether you're using, uh, you know, spells or whatever, that's your ATB bar. Your ATB fills up over time, like it did before. Yeah. And it also gets charged based on your normal attacks that you're dealing during combat. Yeah. So you're building that up, and then you have the ability to use your ATB limit bar break. for whatever else. Not just your limit, but your limit break is probably also like damage that you take in over time. But the ATB bar is, in the original game, was what you waited for to finish before you could even attack. Mm-hmm. But now this ATB bar represents um, your your ability to use abilities that aren't just your standard attacks. Gotcha. So your standard attacks are all the time. So you can just keep going, keep going. So and basically then, keeping the action going, and then you want, if you want to do an actual attack... Now you've built up to do, like, a s- fire slash. or whatever, yeah, like, ice. thing. Summon. Some, you'll have... Potion. That, like that's, yeah, that stuff will be ATB Revive. bar. So when you, do, when you do that, um, and you, you can dump into it, it goes super hyper slow motion. It doesn't stop completely, but it, for all intents and purposes, it's basically stopped. And you get to, when you're using your ATB bar, and then you choose your stuff. And, and then, then you, it speeds up again. And then it speeds back up again. And it looks, it's super That's slow, cool, and it though. looks dope, and all the particle effects stay That's in the air. Cool. And it looks really cool. Because um, it'd be, be weird if they kind of stopped the action completely. Yeah. So, so. It, it, it's, it, it was, they, did, they did a very good job with it. Um, then the follow-up question to that is, well, when you're doing action combat like that, so you're, you have AI partners, obviously. So Barrett, Tifa, whatever, they're acting on their own um, as well. Uh, Micro with the Super Chat saying, Adam, I called it. The whole game's being released March 2020 on two discs. Next E3 will be the Final Fantasy VIII remake. If I'm wrong, stone me to death. Uh, well, there is a zero chance. I don't want to go to jail for killing you. There's so a zero chance that whole game that, is... But I'll promise you right now that what we're getting 
is not the entire game in 2020. Hell no. I pro- I I promise you. And if it is the entire game on two discs, and Midgar <laughs> is only one disc, what the fuck does that say for the rest of the game? It's get, it, it'd have to be Game of thrones pretty much. <laughs> Just fast forward. Yeah, it's like the first bit, real good, let's fuck the rest. <laughs> we got Star Wars to make. No. Good luck with that. Final Fantasy VIII Remake, literally never going to happen. Ever. No. Ever. It's not as, Ever. It's not as diehard. It's the, just only, as, the only games that... If you were going to guess at which Final Fantasy games are going to get remade after 7... 7 and 10. At best? 7 and 10. 6. 9. 10? No. You don't think 10? 6 and 9. No. 10 did really well. 10 did well, but it doesn't need to be remade. It still looks fine. I as suppose it is. you're right. Uh, and, and six definitely could be redone six, on the six Switch or something. Six is super, super, super fucking. It is considered by people that were old enough to play it before oh, the six, seven. Yeah, the greatest of all the Final Fantasy games. Hmm. Uh, and that was a Super Nintendo game. So if there was going to be one brought up, like Final Fantasy fourteen has a raid boss that's Kefka, which is the bad guy from six. Dude, if you got fucking these graphics or better with Final Fantasy six, people would literally fucking have an aneurysm. Yeah, for that shit. Um, so Dude, that would if you be just my, remade my, it, that'd be my guess. If you just remade it with updated graphics for your handheld, people would well, shit would be all over. That's it. what people are wanted with seven, but now we're getting this. <laughs> this, and, yeah. So, um, so going back to the combat, um, again, AI partners, and so people get a little antsy with that because. It's AI. You never know. You know how much how much autonomy does the AI have? Can they choose when to use a potion and go through your items? Can they choose when to use abilities on their own? Things like that. You know that's like one of the major concerns when you have things. Uh, uh, you know AI partners because they can often fuck you. You know you have a plan in your head mm. and they jump the gun and they use an item and then you can't use them again. You're like, well, fuck. Thank you for killing me. Yeah. Right. So we I, we still don't know 100, percent but they do go through the normal attacks and stuff on their own and then you can with one they have a dedicated button uh, I can't remember which button it is but you wrote you can rotate in real time through the characters oh that's cool and then so when they build up ATB rotate through oh, slow motion that's cool do their thing yeah. but we don't know we don't know if like there's like there are other there are other RPGs in the past that have done things with AI uh, partners where you can literally give them um like sets of commands that like based on what's happening in combat you are allowed to do this okay um which frees up a lot of micromanagement that doesn't need to happen in every day in like normal combat when you get to a boss you probably want as much as humanly possible Mm -hmm. but in normal combat sometimes it's nice to just say look if your health is below 25 percent and i haven't already done it give yourself a high potion you know stuff like that um so we don't 100 percent know Yet, at least to my knowledge. All right. Um, but it's still, at the very least, they have a dedicated button, immediately switch, user abilities, swap back out, everything. I think they're trying to keep the pace going. The other thing that I really noticed that looked great, at least in the boss fight, the normal combat, you know, it's it still looks really good and everything, but what they did a very good job of with the Scorpion boss um, is the transitions between the stages of the battle. When you're in the middle of that combat, it, it just rolls right into what's essentially a cutscene, but it's happening in real time. Um, and then it's, but it's fluid from within the fucking battle. So everything looks cinematic. So it just looks like a giant cutscene, but you're taking part of this cutscene. That's dope. Uh, which looked really fucking dope. Um, and then the other thing that they had was cover. They have cover system. So, um, 
you'll remember that the scorpion boss had like the tail laser mm-hmm. at, when you get him down to like a certain like 50% health he starts fucking you with yeah, a laser in final form so you they're in that battle and I'm guessing this might be more about bosses and stuff hard to say how much they have strewn around the world uh, to make use of cover uh, for regular fights but they had like stuff set up and Cloud is like yelling to Barrett, explaining cover to Barrett, you know, as time, you know, as the game's going on. You know, when he's powering up, you know this is coming, get behind cover. The cover can be destroyed, but it absorbs the damage of the shot. That's Again, cool. all in real time. That's cool. Whatever. That's cool. Something you'd want to see in like an action combat thing. You don't want to just be yeah, running like around. Like Monster Hunter or something. You'd, yeah. Because like, Monster Hunter is fucking smash yeah. action combat. Yeah. Um, so that, that, you know, that was cool. Again, destructible cover. Um, and then the other thing, oh, there's something else I have written down here. It, I call it dynamic events, which is best I could come up with on the fly when I was watching it. So at one point, the scorpion boss actually has cloud picked up like in his claw and it's holding him in front and he's getting fucked on. Right. And then Barrett. So the player switches to Barrett and runs up and then shoots to get cloud released from the boss's grip. I'm assuming otherwise Cloud was going to get absolutely dummy. Yeah. So stuff like that also seems to be a thing where there are events that can happen within the battle where you might have to attack a certain part of the enemy to, you know, weaken it I'm or like, whatever. I'm, you're selling me on this. I'm liking it. And then they followed that up with, you might remember in Final Fantasy 13 and some of the subsequent games where they had a stagger system where if you hit the enemy with enough of what they were weak to Mm -hmm. uh you build up a stagger bar and then you break their stagger and then for a period of time you can do massive damage yeah before the stagger bar resets and then you continue the process over and over again and that was kind of like the crux of final fantasy 13's combat system yeah they have that in this game uh to what degree i'm not 100 on but at the very least it looks like it's a similar thing they might be weak to certain things the stagger bar is there you can break the stagger you do bigger damage damn um so that's in there too and that was all I noticed about the combat. I tried to pay as close attention as good. This was playable at the E3 booth. So if it isn't already there, I suspect we're going to be seeing articles from everyone that's got their hands on it. Uh, maybe Pretty a couple soon. of videos that will give them uh, you know, their first impressions of getting their hands on it. How does the combat feel? How does it play out? And not just see this, what they're showing on the E3 stage. Uh, but if they're showing it off and it's playable... They must be pretty confident in it at this point. Yep. And so it's probably pretty solid. We also got, you know, when the internet exploded, we got Tifa's reveal, finally. Great. We hadn't seen Tifa until now, or sure. Sephiroth. Nobody gave a fuck about Sephiroth, though. He looks like a band member, a boy band member. Great. Sephiroth. But Tifa, Tifa got revealed and everyone losing their minds. Uh, looks like Tifa. That's about it. Okay. I, did, I will say, the one thing I noticed is that the characters in the game... Not not Uncanny Valley, but they just there's something about their faces that look fucking odd. Uh, and I follow a guy on Twitter who's an incredible artist. His name is Art Germ, and uh, he notices too. And he did a quick little like edit and did a side by side of like his edit versus Tifa in the game. Uh, he basically just used Photoshop to like reshape and, and do some stuff with it, and it's subtle. But my brain went from something's fucking off here to, oh, that's a person. Okay. Um, so there's something weird that the modelers did with the, whoever they had for the modelers for this. They still, they still look good, and most people probably aren't going to notice it. But some people, it might heighten the Uncanny Valley effect uh, because the proportions of the face and stuff were a little fucking weird. Um, but otherwise, Tifa looked great. She didn't have, like, fucking cannons on her chest. 
you know, they, they gave her shorts underneath her skirt, so it wasn't like every time she kicked somebody, you saw her grandchildren. You know, there was nothing like that that was going on. Um, so that was nice. So thumbs up for that. And, you know, awesome. Uh, and that's it. March 3rd, 2020. Great. So when we get the first wave of whatever the fuck, that's assuming that it doesn't get delayed. Delayed. Uh, and that was that was that. So that was the Final Fantasy VII remake. After that, what were the highlights? Final Fantasy VIII remaster. Great. Um, they lost the gold disc to Final Fantasy VIII. Everyone knows this because mm. it's fucking... Of course they did. So they don't even have the original assets really all that much anymore. Uh, they had to get them from other places to the best of their ability. Um, and then so they, they updated character models and stuff. They are massive changes. Like, like they look... They go from like five pixels to actually looking like people. Um, so it looks good. Cleaned it up really well. Uh, up menus and stuff so that they look sharp and everything. So you're playing it on like a big screen. It looks good. Uh, it's Final Fantasy VIII. So if you like Final Fantasy VIII, this is probably going to be the version to play. Uh, and then following that, the the big one from, from Square, which was a little out there, Marvel Avengers. Did you see this? So this is actually an Avengers game full-blown. Um... And they had a big cinematic for it. And they're putting a lot into this. So this is a standalone, so it's not comics, and it's not movie related. It's its own thing thing entirely. And uh, no licensing for the faces of any of the actors that have done any of these roles. So the first thing that you notice is none of the characters look like how you've come accustomed to for like a decade now, which put a lot of people off at the same time. So they're going, guys, I don't know how much money you think, you know, would actually cost. Like, do you realize how much Too money much. it would cost? No. So Robert Downey by himself bankrupt this fucking game. Yep. Don't, don't even bother. Yeah. Um, the voice acting that they had, all of them, it sounded fine. They sounded like their characters. It was, it was good. Uh, but it's, dude, it kind of, it kind of sounds like Anthem, but with Avengers. Ugh. Uh, where there are like scenarios and stuff that you go into and you can play with um, friends and co-op. Uh, they plan to have a release of more heroes within the Avengers universe over time for free. Uh, also, the new scenarios they come up with also going to be free. So my immediate red flag is, well, how are you going to make money? Uh, make money, which means probably cosmetic costumes, like alternative costumes for heroes and things like that. Um, but it... Like if you wanted more, to find out more, guys, you're listening to this. There's they they gave a big section of this event to this game, so they're putting a lot into it. And the cinema the cinematic looked good, um, and it sounds intriguing to me that somebody would do something that's out of the comics, out of the movies, put that much time and effort into it, and are building out a game um, where they they are planning to put more scenarios, more heroes, etc., moving forward. Um, it sounds like something that could work. I just need to see gameplay, mm. which is what we were really lacking. Mm. Um, but uh, maybe for people who are fans of Avengers in general, it's possible. The voice actors that are doing these are people that you probably know if you're voice. I mean, Nolan fucking North, who is in every video game for 20 years, uh, as well as two people, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but two of them who are part of, that you know on Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Um, not Matt Mercer, but there are two other characters that are part of that show that are uh, voice acting in this. Uh, and then uh, the one other guy, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he's another very well-known voice actor. Uh, so there's there's some big names behind it. There's some Great. big money behind it. Cool. We just have to wait and see how that pans out. More gameplay needs to be shown. Ubisoft. 
Uh, I called it the Tom Clancy's conference. Holy fuck. Because so, how much more of this do we have, bro? It was I'm all dying. Tom Clancy's. I'm literally dying here of all this E3 talk. My We're getting brain there. We're getting there. is quite literally We're turning into fucking I'll, I'll carry you. I'll carry you across the finish line. Holy fuck. Uh, Ubisoft, Tom Clancy's conference, Watch Dogs Legion. So there's lots of Tom Clancy shit. And honestly, if you give a shit about anything Tom Clancy, congratulations, this conference has a lot for you. None of it looked anything to write home about. Terminator. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, Terminator in this did show up in this for sure. <laughs> Watch Dogs Legion, uh, which is Watch Dogs in London. This did actually look pretty cool. So so you remember, you know Watch Dogs. Yeah, I, I watched this whole this whole thing. So Grandma, Grandma was the meme walking of the game. around, killing so people. the highlights of this is... Everyone that you can see in the game is recruitable, uh, and ha- everything has permadeath. Um, so you lose the character. Well, that's kind of cool. I, I do like the permadeath that's, thing. That's, that's a, a neat idea. Yeah. And you can scout for and find people to fill out your roster to to tackle missions the way that you want to tackle missions. That was very unique, very interesting. I mean, it looks good graphically. It looks like it plays okay, like most of them did. Uh, but really. Let's be honest, everyone just wants to play the 70-year-old assassin, you know, the Queen of England. Yes. Go around just fuck on people. No, it, it looked fine. It looked fine. It looked fine. Um, the thing that bothered me here, so just like just like with uh, with Commander Keen, I've been wanting a new Splinter Cell. Like, that was like a cl- more classic Splinter Cell for a good number of years. And we did see Sam Fisher show up, but in a mobile game, just like with, uh, just like with Commander Keen. And that was in the game that you mentioned. This was the um, yeah. This is the shitty elite uh, squad. Yeah, the virtual fighter looking thing, which was like every every major character under Ubisoft's banner, in Tom Clancy or otherwise, showing up in this mobile game. And there's Sam Fisher, which made me think when I saw it. It was because it was like relatively early on in the conference. I went, oh, I wonder if that means that they're gonna like they're getting him in there because they're gonna have another game. You know, the tie. This is like a tie in for him. Nothing. Get fucked. Get dummied. Um. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, Uplay's streaming service. I saw that fourteen ninety nine. So you're getting you're paying the same amount every month for Uplay. Oh, by the way, this is coming to Stadia. So yes. you'd be playing. You'd be paying for Stadia. Yes, and paying. Then for you that. pay for Ubisoft. Yeah. Then whatever other games you want to play. And then whatever else is going on. It's a hard no. Oh, but if you sign up right away, you can try it out for free for a dollar. Nope. I'll keep that dollar. Thank you. It's a, it's a hard pass. That's fourteen ninety nine a month to play Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft's library isn't so deep that it's worth no. fourteen ninety nine. No, hell no. That is the same, dude. Just put it in perspective. That is the same amount of money per month that Xbox is charging you for Game Pass Ultimate. Yes, on online play, everything. Xbox, DLC, Xbox Live Gold, everything, PC, everything, everything, everything. Give me every, no, all of it. no, no, hell no. How many subscriptions <laughs> do you think I can buy? And well, that's what I said. Dude, this isn't this. even four ninety nine. This is fifteen dollars. You, know, you know, Square Enix is going to eventually have a streaming service, and Bethesda is eventually going to have a streaming fuck. service. It will appear on like Stadia and shit, and it's all going to be fourteen ninety nine no, a month. No, and you're going to be like two hundred dollars a month in some in fucking subscriptions. To play what? To play all the games that like any of the good games on on Ubisoft? You've already played. You've already played them. So why are you spending fifteen dollars a month to be able to? Pl- no, it's a you, hard. You can't expect to put to not have your service be standalone and still have people pay fifteen dollars a month. You can't. You can't say fifteen dollars a month and oh by the way, it's going to Stadia. You can't say that shit. No, you can't. No, 
It's a hard. It's a hard pass. It's crazy. I heard that shit, bro, and I threw up in my mouth. Yeah, it was, and that I was swallowed bad. it, and I hate doing that. It's bad. Never pleasant. Fifteen bucks, not even including Stadia. Suck a fat dick. Uh, they wrapped up with Gods and Monsters, which was a trailer that actually looked pretty cool, but we didn't see anything. And then the trailer just awkwardly ended, and they dumped right into the cringiest, um, celebrity Rainbow Six match of all time. Dude, was that? Uh, I think that's when I logged out when there was that black dude. Uh, that was like possibly hey, guys, the worst uh, host the, I've ever seen. He had a crazy lisp, which is fine, but. It was, dude. He tried he so tr- hard. Dude, he tried so hard not only to be hip and cool. Yeah, which wasn't working. Which wasn't working. Which really, at all. if you're, no, this dude, might be racist, but if you're black and you can't pull dude, that off. Dude, that, well, that's what I was about to say. I was <laughs> probably should have let me say that. The dude is black, and it was like he was trying to act black while <laughs> yeah. being black. Yes. And it's not working at all. No. It's like the white dude that's no. trying to act black. It's yes. like, bro. Chill the fuck out. Stop. I felt like I, I, I. It was like me going to a black dude and just saying, "Bro, you're not, you're not like that. No. So don't act like." He's no. wearing like the gold chains and shit. Like it was just bad. And then, and then as he was fucking up, yeah, they panned over to the two dudes or the three dudes at the desk, oh. and they're like, "Are we live?" And it, it, it was sitting there, and they were like uh. talking amongst each other, and then they were live. Then they did a countdown. Yes. And it was just, everything was awkward. Then there was one dude that was trying, oh, then when they came into it, the guy (laughs) shamelessly advertised his fucking show. Yes. And it was the awkward, it was the most cringiest (laughs) plug I've ever seen. And then they were fucking up all the transitions. It was a (laughs) fucking nightmare, bro. I had to turn it off. I turned it off. I I watched a good chunk of it uh, because I was like eating and waiting for the next AMD's conference uh, was after it. Oh, it was bad. And... And it was bad, but it was, but it was so awkward because there was no ending to the to the conference. It just they played this gods and monsters trailer, which looked pretty dope. And I was like, okay, cool. And then it cut to black. And I was like, what? And then it popped oh, up, and cut, here's this cut guy, to the whitest black. And here's the, here's this guy, stru- like bless his heart, struggling to host. Hey, what up, guys? We got T Pain in the house, and and Young Jeezy or little y- little y- Yachty, little Yachty, but Yachty's not around yet. <laughs> So we they you know, came we got- out and dude, one of the most painful things I saw was when 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 T Pain came up, and then the host goes over to shake his hand and he wants like the full yeah, fucking yeah. meal deal. No, fucking, you ain't getting it. And he got none of it. He ain't getting it. He was even going was for awkward. the pull in and dude, shit. It was awkward. And it was awkward. And it was awkward, dude. And the audience. T Pain kind of gave it to him. Yeah, a little and bit. And then he but- turned around for Lil Yachty and Lil Yachty. First of all, didn't even want to be there. Of course I, I not. He just got paid. I don't even know if he remembers that he's- he was there. I'm pretty sure he was just fucked out, out of, of his tree. Oh yeah. And he the guy tried it and it was like the most limp. <laughs> Fucking bro, and the audience was like, oh, it was there bad. was like two rows of people on lawn chairs. Oh, it was bad. It was just like it looked like a really bad beach beach volleyball set, oh, uh, like it was some bad. sort of weird. Dude, it was fucking. The highlight of it though was that there was a round where it was like one v four and 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 um remaining, and T Pain was the one, and he almost fucking pulled it off. He got two kills or whatever, and he mm. just got caught on this shit, and everyone was losing their minds for that. And then everything else was gong show. I didn't watch the rest any of it was that. Just a yeah. gong show. Yeah, yeah. It's been a little I had to turn off after the cringe. For some reason, the only person that they really cut to microphone. To like to see like out of all the players, for some reason the only one they tended to go to was Lil Yachty, and he was just cursing and fucking swearing up a storm every Great. time he went over there. And I was like, maybe and he was like dropping n bombs. I was like, maybe you know choose. He was dropping n bombs. Yeah, I was like, maybe just choose somebody else. Give it to T Pain. He give knows what t- he's doing. T Pain's like at least wholesome. Just give yeah. it T Pain. Yeah. 
So that was that was uh, that was cringe as fuck. That was Ubisoft. Uh, and uh, we're getting there, Jeff. Don't worry. Buckle uh, up. Right. Nintendo conference. <laughs> Nintendo's actually pretty fire. But and the reason why Nintendo was fire is because they don't have a console coming next year. Yeah. So all they had was a yeah. whack of games coming like this year yeah. or March. Yeah. And they stack the fuck. Like, I'm not even going to talk about all of them, but the amount of games that they have coming out this year and March next year is insane. It's a lot. Uh, Dragon Quest. And the first big thing was Dra- Dragon Quest and Banjo-Kazooie coming to Smash Ultimate. We called it Banjo-Kazooie coming to Smash Ultimate. Uh, and they trolled the fuck out of people. It was beautiful. I saw that. Said, I saw it, yeah. Absolutely beautiful troll. I saw like reactions to people going crazy over oh, the shit. That was so funny. Because the puzzle piece like jingles by, and then they look out, and it's just the shadows, and it turns out to be the fucking dog, dog and, yeah. and duck from Duck Hunt. Yeah, and then and there's then like the Donkey Kong. There was yeah. like the... Well, it was Donkey Kong and Diddy, yeah. right? And uh, and it was the same reveal that they had for DD, King DDD or whatever the fuck. And, uh, but then again, same troll. This time with the dog, you know, is again trolling them, and then but then Banjo comes Come right, right out. out at the screen, and there you go, Banjo Kazooie, fucking yeah. showing up. I but followed it's... Grant Kirkhope on Twitter, who's the guy who did all the music for Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, yeah, I follow him, and too. he was so fucking jacked to finally be able but to say, "But it's Smash Bros." Well, obviously, but what that tells me is that is that somewhere what this will do is it will show that there is interest in I suppose Banjo Kazooie. Like, imagine if it was like right? a real Banjo game, so you know, then people would be like fucking losing. So it. maybe so I think this gives the the it's hope possible. that there's something that might be coming Banjo Kazooie in the in the future. All right. Uh so we got that. Then Luigi's Mansion 3. That looked dope. That looked I pretty good. It. I saw that. Gooigi, yeah. another yeah. meme. Mm. Uh but uh again, they they even had like a little multiplayer shout out. We're up to eight people, which is four Luigi's and four Gooigi's, and it's a team-based thing. We are going through the mansion, trying to survive as long as you can against the ghosts and everything in the uh, in the mansion. Call of Duty, Black Ops, zombies, zombies, but ghosts. Luigi. Yes, uh, but the game looked great. Yeah, you know, it, it looked really good. We, uh, I mentioned, <coughs> I got like phlegm stuck in the back of my nose. Um, when we were younger. Uh, and you got Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. We beat that in one sitting. We Fire. sat down in the beginning of the morning. Yeah. It was remember. in your house. Was it in your it house? Your, no, it was your house. Okay. Uh, you had the cat. I do remember we said, oh, that's right. Dude, I, that's right. Yes. yes we sat right. down one in sitting. the morning. Yeah. Finished the, it at night. And, and went through late. all the way into the night. Yeah. Beat late. it in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, Luigi's have, Mansion. I still have that on GameCube. I beat it again on stream like a few years yeah. back. It's fire. Dope game. Dope game. So we get uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, and then Link's Awakening made another sh- uh, showing, which was the remake of the Link's Awakening, which was the art style that you can't stand. Uh, it was in chat again. It was one of those things. <clears throat> I'd say it's a 60-40 split. 60% of people are down for it. 40% of people not down for the art style. Uh, but everything else about that game do look <clears throat> so fucking good, uh, including they have a dungeon like level maker mm. that when you beat dungeons in the game, you unlock dungeon pieces and then you can go in and design with a template your own dungeon that you beat, and then you get rewards based on the dungeon that you're creating. And the pieces have to go together. So if like two doors don't go together, you're just stuck in a fucking room, and there are still stairs that you can go down to randomly generated hallways and shit. Uh, and then you get boss <clears> rooms, <throat> and you can you can place rooms with treasure chests. So or it's other basically items. it's basically like that other game that they have on Steam that everybody loves. That you're going around to endless levels. Uh, well, kind, well, yeah, kind of, yeah. Well, I, and, I, and the question that some people had that I don't know if we have the answer to yet is if you can share your designs with friends or anything just for fun uh, or whatnot. But yeah, you unlock stuff as you play through the main game and then mm. you can just create that and you can that's get cool. uh, stuff. It was really yeah, neat. That's, that's, uh, yeah. And it just, other than that, it looks like an honest to God remake of Link's Awakening brought up, you know, 
to recent times, uh, and I think it's going to do really well. I think it looks pretty sweet. Uh, then we got uh, Trials of Mana. So, just like that sounds like, that is a new game in the Mana franchise, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, Secret of Mana is the main one that everyone talks about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the most beloved ja- Japanese RPGs. You probably have Secret of Mana floating around here it's somewhere. It's on there, yeah. Uh, and uh, so they have a new one, Trials of Mana 2020, and then they also announced that they have Collection of Mana available right now that they released the set that day that Nintendo's conference was happening on the eShop uh, that has the previous games of the Mana Secret franchise. In one package. Cool. They're also charging forty US dollars for it, which is a bit steep. It's a hard no for me. Which is basically they're just they're just emulating. They're not doing any kind of crazy, you know, the English translation, and that's about the show. It's a hard no. Uh, you know, you get me at you get me at nineteen ninety nine. Twenty bucks. Okay, I can forty. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's no, not happening. <laughs> Don't think so. No. Uh, then they had a Panzer Dragoon reboot. Hmm. That didn't look all that good. Oh, which I, didn't was see, sad. I didn't see that. So, uh, yeah. So, Panzer Dragoon and Panzer Dragoon Order are very, you know, games that a lot of people enjoyed back in the day. Good old uh, Very, very good games. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Order, I think, was on the Xbox and might have also been on the GameCube as well. I don't think um, right now either. It was yeah. So, and they're just calling it Panzer Dragoon, so it might just be a complete reboot. But it looked like it ran. It didn't even look all that graphically impressive, and it still looked like it was running at about four frames a second. Great. So, unfortunate. Then, we got the thing that everyone has been waiting for, for years, for Nintendo to finally do, Jeff. Another Mario and Sonic Olympics. (laughs) Please, no. I don't need that in my life. Mario and Sonic Olympics. No, thanks. With rock climbing and other random... I'm good, thanks, so. (laughs) Uh, following that, we got, um, uh, at the very end of this whole thing, they cut to a Breath of the Wild sequel. Not even a DLC, a full-blown sequel to Breath of the Wild. No release date, anything like that. They just said it's in development. They had a big cutscene, a big, like, uh, cinematic for it. Um... Well, we knew that was going to come eventually. But at the same time, it's surprising because normally in the last few iterations of Zelda, we've gotten one Zelda per console. Yeah, but this thing is sold like hotcakes. Well, so the other ones. And it came out on the first day. So um, I'm still kind of surprised. Now, how long we're going to wait before we get it? Fuck, oh, God only A while. knows. Not, probably not two, next year. Probably two years. 2022. Because they have all the assets from yeah. Breath of the Wild. So yeah. I'm going to guess. 2021, 2022. Probably on the next uh, next version of the Switch. Uh, possible. Although yeah. I think that's coming like within the year, probably. Oh, okay. The one and a half, the refresh of it. Either way, uh, I'd say we're, we're about two years out from that. Um, but yeah, lots of people obviously very excited about that if they're big fans of which there were many yep. big fans of that. And that was uh, that. Oh, they showed a bunch more of S- Sword and Shield. So we'll just briefly go over that. We saw more. It is definitely open world field and stuff. Looked great. Um... Flying Pokemon are actually in the goddamn air now. They're not, like, flying two feet off the ground. Mm. They're actually in the air. You have to whistle, like, to attract their attention to get them to come down to you and actually fight them. It's a mixture of random encounters and actually seeing Pokemon out in the fields that you're walking around in. It's affected by stuff like weather, so weather will affect what Pokemon show up as well as time of day. Um, They have... The Dynamax thing you, you saw last week where they get really the huge big, or whatever. The big things, And yeah. they've turned that into like raid boss kind of deals where you can have 
um, friends jump in with you. I think I think it was three. I can't remember if it was three or four. Either way, um, to fight these big Dynamax battles together, uh, and then everyone has a chance to catch the the Pokemon at the end. Uh, but it's in order. I don't know. Like, I don't know how they choose the order. But if let's say the first person throws a Pokeball and the guy breaks out, your next teammate throw a ball. So everybody so gets forth. a chance. But if the first one throws and it catches, everyone else get fucked. Rip. It just means you got to. It means you got to help each other get the exactly. get the Pokemon. And then everyone else gets rewards and stuff for it. But that's how that kind of plays out by the looks of it. They're bringing back the bicycle. They're bringing back uh, fishing. Uh, and those kind of aspects. And then they showed a big gym battle thing in the arena, and I, it just looked dope. You saw it in the trailer before. The game looks really good. Uh, it's going to be fire. They the big, keep this up. I'm going to get pokemon out. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting so... Uh, there's so much Pokemon going on in, right now. Oh, this is the only real Pokemon one that I'm actually interested in. It slow up the fun bus. Um, so the thing that everyone's complaining about right now, uh, or a lot of people are complaining about right now, and this is the dumbest complaint that I've heard in a long time, there's like eight or 900 Pokemon. They're complaining about the fact that this game... Doesn't have all eight or nine hundred Pokemon. Why the fuck would you even want that many goddamn Pokemon? Because anyway? of the competitive scene. The competitive scene have already grinded out a whole bunch of other Pokemon in the other games. They bring in through like Pokemon Bank and all this other shit. Pokemon Home, the new service they've got now, and so they just want to keep their shit because it takes forever to grind out a new Pokemon to use in competitive. Cool. <laughs> that was my reaction. To that was <laughs> suck it the fuck up. Yeah. This is a complete new on console, not handheld, no reusable real assets, anything build up, and you want them to try and get eight or 900 goddamn Pokemon to this game? Shut the fuck up. Just take it. This is the first Pokemon game in pretty much, I think the way that I put it, this is the first Pokemon game since I first looked at a pair of tits and said, yeah, those are nice. <laughs> so that we've had any kind of real, honest to God, major leap in the gameplay. That's how long it's been. It's been a while. It was, it was a revelation when you could jump yeah, in Pokemon. Yeah. And now we're getting open, area, honest-to-God Pokemon with real mechanic changes. And your complaint is, oh, there's only like... We're getting a few the Legend hundred, of Zelda Pokemon edition. There's only a few hundred Pokemon? The fuck is wrong with you? People are weird, man. That was Nintendo. Uh, the, I'll leave the, that stuff for last there. Uh, the other game that I didn't mention because we didn't talk about EA, nothing happened at EA other than Jedi Fallen Order. And the only thing we saw there was more trailer stuff or mm. more combat. Mm. Um, it basically looks like, um, what was the, the, uh, the Star Wars game that was just, uh, it was, it looked exactly like this. Fuck, what was it called? It was on the 360. The PS3. Knights of the Old Republic? No, 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 no. This was like an actual, uh, the action game where you played as as Darth Vader's like apprentice. Fucking, um... The 360? Yeah, Jesus. How, my brain is failing me right now. Um, I don't know. I don't think I even have it. Star Wars Un Force Unleashed. There you go. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. It, it looks basically exactly the same as Force Unleashed. Okay. Great. Don't care. That's all. That's literally all I have to say about Fallen Order is it looks exactly like the Force Unleashed. I've I've I have zero hype for it. Maybe it turns out to be good, but right now it has not shown me anything mm. that I could possibly get excited about. Um, Ukulele is getting a sequel of sorts. It's called Ukulele in the uh, Impossible Lair. Bro, I haven't eaten since noon. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pass out. 
pretty I got fucking you. soon. I got you. I'm 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 not even just saying that to be a dick. We're almost there. I'm literally I've been up since six o'clock in the morning. We're almost there. I've had a sandwich at noon. <laughs> it's E3. We're almost there. It's seven thirty PM. I know, we're almost We've there. We've even started late. Yeah. We're almost we're there. probably pushing four hours on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> no. I'm gonna my die. God. No, you're okay. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's a two D side score platformer. Uh, Google Stadia announced the recommended uh, 4K speeds, which means that to play 4K in Stadia uh, after 65 hours of gameplay, that is one terabyte of data. Good luck, people with data caps. Get fucked. Uh, Good luck. Uh, And then the only other piece of news there before AMD's really quick, I only have one thing to say about AMD, basically, is that Nintendo announced that the reason for Animal Crossing's delay which they announced at their e3 conference was to give uh to put more emphasis on their developers health and as soon as that happened shareholders shit the bed and they tanked the price three percent on stock market for one billion dollars in loss because nintendo said that they want to give the developers <laughs> a break get fuck <laughs> uh amd had their own conference the only thing that we heard here that wasn't at computex was they did announce the 16 core 32 thread part that every streamer on earth is going to buy it's going to be 749 US dollars, which is still $500 less than Intel's 12 core chip. Um, so that's looking good. The graphics card looks like fucking whatever. They compared it to the 2070 and the 2060 line uh, for $50 less than those two cards that performs as good or better. And that was AMD. Also, they asked a lot, Are you excited? Like every five seconds in the fucking conference, and it was terrible. And I wanted to kill myself. Pumped. Um, I'm actually, I mean, I'm a little excited about it because. The 3950X for $749 is like a a single PC stream, 1080p60, slow preset, and crush all your games. It's a deal. Also, Thunderbolt. When does that come out? Uh, September. Do you mean I gotta? <laughs> you mean I gotta wait till September to build this damn PC? You could technically build like a 3900X and get 12 core, 24 thread, and still that's still gonna be really good with Thunderbolt. Um, I think they all. Yeah, it's the same because it's the same platform. This isn't like a big chip model. It's still. So the same small chip yeah. size, so you can get 12 core, but they have the same chip size, 16 cores, 32 oh. threads. Yeah, for how much? My firstborn son? 749. That's a... Again, Intel's 12 core is $1,100. It's a big difference. <laughs> Dude, 749 for 16 cores, 32 threads, is fucking dirt cheap like crazy dirt cheap and the fact that it's going to be able to do all the shit that you like as a streamer i'm not lying to you play any game you want 4k live stream 1080p 60 frames a second slow preset and it will damn it will not break a sweat that's actually pretty impressive with thunderbolt thunderbolt damn first time amd's got thunderbolt on board not every motherboard but they have like uh, a certain as rock has i think two or three Including an MATX. I know you can buy an Azrock right now for that has Thunderbolt, but it's fucking hell expensive. Yeah, but these ones won't. It's not adding like huge amount of cost to it. But you need when if you're running the 16 core one, yeah. you're going to need the beefy 570 boards. Like you're not going to get the fucking if you you can't do the 16 core and then go buy the entry level 570 board. It's yeah. not going to fucking pull. Yeah, it's weight. You're going to need to spend some money on it's it. It's like going to an all you can eat buffet for sushi and getting California rolls. Exactly. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're wasting your time. Yes. You're not going to get the full experience. But no joke, All dude. the nigiri. And this, that 16 core, same 105 watts as the 12 core. Damn. 
I don't, I don't even know how that's fucking possible. It's, I actually don't it's even know. the future. I don't know how that's possible. It's the future. They fucking figured it out. The goddamn wizards. So uh, that's exciting. It's something to get excited about. That's for actually content, something to get excited about. For content about. creators. That's actually something to get excited about. You got me there, Adam. It's massive. You got me there. And that was E3. Huh? That was E3 2019. Holy, sh- Holy shit, we made it. We made it through, and that was that was like you know seventy percent of E three. Yeah. Um, but honestly, with no Sony, it was whatever. Uh, there wasn't anything from there, obviously. And yeah, there's lots more, but everyone's probably already locked into it. But that's the major stuff, anyway. That's yeah, the yeah, really. Yeah. That's I the mean, really we don't need stuff. to go. We don't need to go. You know, every every no minute my, detail. Minute detail. But that's the, that's the major stuff. All right. Um, that's you know, it's it's looking real good out there. Uh, there's some so there's some good stuff there. Not you know as busy of an E three as years past. But next year is going to be the bonkers one. Next year is going to be... Well, it's the console. It's the Thunderdome next yes, year. Yes, yes, yes. That's the one to watch next year. Well, of course. Buckle the fuck up for that well, one. Well, it's going to be a fight, too. And, oh. who, and who doesn't like a good fight? Oh, it's going to be slugging it out. It's going to be great. How does how does Xbox, though, how does Xbox top Keanu Reeves coming on stage? Well, y- you bring him out again. <laughs> He's the one that reveals the console. Yeah. Here you go. This is it. It was like when they had Dwayne The Rock Johnson back in the day releasing like the original Xbox. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's right. He did do that. Yes. Dude, fuck. I remember there's funny-ass commercials on YouTube. You can yes. go rewatch that shit. Oh, it's cringe as fuck. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. But yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, there's no movies and TV, which means we uh, skip right into... Jeff, you can give him a little plug. While Tech, I support. Tech support. <laughs> give him a plug. Fucking patreon.com slash lag TV. <laughs> I, I apologize, guys. I'm literally... At one point, I was like, I think I'm going to pass out live. <laughs> Live on the stream. I need to drink water. Uh, I need to drink water. Well, you got something uh, in front of you. You can drink. I didn't think. I didn't think that through when I. When I. I mean, probably should have a little snack before we started this. Probably at least a granola bar or something. Yeah, something. Just a little something, something to carry. Light. A little something. A little something light. All right. Let's get into the comments here real quick. If Patreon wants to load it. There we go. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the like button. Smash it. Hit it. Smashed it. Uh. Shady asks, has anyone in real life ever recognized you and asked you if you're a Twitch streamer? How are those moments awkward or really fun? Uh, all the time. Yeah. It's like, not, it, 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 I mean, Halifax is not a particularly big place. No. So anyone who's from Halifax who knows who we are, if they spot us... They'll say something. They'll, they'll say what's up. They'll say something. Um, I've also had people that won't come up to me, but then they'll message me later on and be like, I saw you here but i didn't want to bother you or whatever kind of thing which i go to the movie theater all the time and there's like four or five people that watch my stream yeah that work at the theater yeah so they always say what like they always say what's up and shit and yeah there's been there's been several people that ask me like if i do youtube or if i do this or do that yeah yeah. you know i've dipped my hands into so many different communities like to so many different games that You'll be. I'll get people that are like, oh, I used to watch when you played League, or I yeah. used to watch when you played RuneScape, or oh, I love to win cheese fails or whatever. So mm. you know, just random shit like that. But. I've even gotten recognized for just like the charity stuff that we did in Halifax for like events and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Stuff yeah, like the university that too. stuff. Yeah. yeah, the university stuff. I mean, Halifax is only so big, like you said. Again, you know, like, I, I get a lot now for my car. Like a ton of people. Yeah, yeah. Know yeah. like they like see the, the, car, the car and they car know. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Like I've gotten. I've even got recognized. Like the most obscure place I got recognized was when I went to the uh the new library downtown and i was walking i was like outside the library and somebody like came up to me it was like hey what's up and like wanted to like have a little chit chat and uh, get signed yeah. something signed oh. I, I was like the last place i expected was outside the, the library. fucking library mm. you don't go to library do you gamer you should be in the house <laughs> playing games yeah Wrong type of nerd, bro. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't find it awkward or anything like that. Most of the time, it's just people coming up saying hi. It's not, you know, 
It's what it's whatever. I'm not bothered by it. The only time I'd be bothered by it is like if I was doing something where you know you really don't want to be bothered, like you're eating dinner. You're yeah, at a yeah, restaurant yeah. or something. Dude, shit. I don't give a fuck about like I would care about that, but it, like otherwise it's whatever. Otherwise, I don't give a fuck. Come no. on, say what's up, dude. I, yeah. I don't bite. Uh, Rakio asks Since there's quite a few of them announced during E3 And he's not wrong Why do you think Japanese RPGs are so stylistically different from the western ones I think that's just culturally uh, yeah. Culturally where you're coming from right? I mean Japan is a If you think about Japan's development in general And why Japan is so wildly Or, or it's becoming less so now Because the world's like so fucking globalized But like, Japan literally went almost untouched From any other outside culture For like Longer than almost any other culture on earth because mm. they were an island mm. and the water around the island, fucking wild. Mm. So it took a while before anyone actually interacted with them in any major culturally impactful way. Mm. And so they really held on to their culture uh, longer than a lot of other cultures did. And they developed very independently. And so that's spun directly into Japanese RPGs where you're seeing a huge difference between Please keep them what, the way they are because yes. I don't want it to become the same as what we're used to. Exactly. Keep that's what makes JRPGs JRPGs in my opinion. Don't fuck with that formula. Yeah. Ever. Uh <laughs> Mark Fury asking, Adam, have you ever punched any babies in a fit of poorly played basketball rage? No, but I thought about it. <laughs> Toronto, I I actually got angry. Watching that game, and the next one's tonight. Next game's tonight. I know, and I hope yeah. they lose because if we're gonna win, it better be at home. Mm. If we're gonna win the championship, that reminds me. Fuck, you know, I kind of want to get eat some fucking. You got some time. I don't think it's still nine or ten. Okay. Um. But yeah, that was that was absolutely terrible. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor, Jeff. Uh comes in from Will. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, like orange, like uh, like you know orange that tastes like the creamsicle. It's almost like a like oh, a like or- as in the bar, not like an actual scoopable ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Really, they have that? Oh yeah, like it's like almost like orange mag. I hear my Kayla. Yeah. What is the name of that orange ice cream that I like? The orange creamsicle. Yeah, like the orange ice cream. You can get it. We get it at like the sushi place and shit. It's creamsicle. Bring me a but- Come here, son. Creamsicle butt ice cream form. Oh my god! You guys want to see my boy? Oh. Uh. Oh my god! What you do? He cut his nose with his nail. Oh no! <laughs> did you cut your nose with your nail? Uh. You need to get trimmed. Didn't you just get trimmed? He did. I just. Cut oh him my god! Oh, they're hey. probably still a little rough. You guys want to see my boy? They're just like razor sharp. Yeah. What you oh. do? Let me see. Thank hey. you. Oh, that's probably, that's probably why you're grumpy. No, really oh, my oh, boy. tired. Hey, you want to go cry in front of the camera? <laughs> this is a thumbnail. <laughs> Usually he sleeps till like 6 o'clock, 6.30. Oh, but he's not sleep. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I know. He's ready for bed. Oh, so tired. So tired and know, grumpy, buddy. So grumpy, and now you got a little bit of a nick on the nose. Oh my! I know he clipped himself good. I know. Oh! Hey, hey, hey! I just hey, want to sleep, Dad. I know. Can you say hi? Hi! 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah! Hi! I know. It's. Just, I know. It's. It's tough. Wait until you pay taxes. I know. It's rough. 
my boy. All right, here you go. I cry too when I have to pay taxes. Just wait for that one. Bye bye. It's coming. Bye bye. Thank you. I'm literally dying. Okay. Literally dying down here. Thank you. Bless you. Uh. Oh, careful. You knock my camera? No, we're good. Okay. You're good. Bye. Uh. Let's see. Mark asks, in those moments when you're on the edge of monstrous rage or severe depression, what is your calming mm. mantra or trick to try and calm yourself down from the onslaught of world dipshittery? Mm. I honestly don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I, it depends on what's getting me at the time and my mood. So some things will calm me down based on what's pissed me off. Or or had or 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 what's like got me bummed out. Mm. So, um, a lot of times, if I'm particularly upset, I just need to be left alone to do whatever. I need to I need to turn my brain off. So I'll go I'll go do anything. I'll watch anything. It's whatever. It's whatever just gets me to be able to zone the fuck out for like 20, 30 minutes. But I need to literally be left alone. I don't need somebody to ask me. Yeah. I don't need somebody to ask me, are you okay? What's wrong? Yeah. That makes it worse. Yeah. I just need you to leave me alone. I'll figure it out. And then I'll Dude, be right back. You literally just nailed like how I am. And then, then, and then I'm good. Uh, and I that's, go for a drive. I'll just fucking sit down here and literally melt my brain. Yeah. Have a fight with my mind. Yeah. And then just sort and of, then I'm just fine. But no. the more, the more that somebody's around me and hovering, uh, or, or, you know, which I get is like all good intentions, yeah. but it doesn't help. It makes it worse and it makes it, it takes it longer for me to, yeah. to come down off of whatever it is. that has got me angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other than that, it's, um, music. If I'm like in a really bummed out mood, sometimes I need music to change my mood. So I'll, I'll go and find something that, that is like the opposite of whatever mood I'm in to try and get me, you know, back out of it or whatever. Um, and that's it really. And uh, that's it. Just, just, but the majority of it is just leave me alone to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I'm ready to go, like maybe I need to vent. I just need somebody to not talk and just sit there. And then you don't even have to listen to me. Mm. You don't even have to. You don't pay attention to the words coming out of my mouth. Mm. Look at me and go, uh huh, oh, mm, yes, I agree. Adam, yeah. one day when you get married, you're gonna do that a lot. Oh, you do that even before on you're the, married. On the other side, you're yeah. just gonna go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, you do is you have a, you have a girlfriend. You do that in the first week. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yes, dear. Um, yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> yes. And yes. they do it with you. Yes. It's a two way street. It's a, it's, it is two way street. I'm going to tell you right now. It's two way street. That street over there. You you you're on that street a lot more than <laughs> than that street. But you just you just go with it, right? Uh, last question comes in from Mexbic. Says, do you guys care about watches? If yes, what kind? Smartwatch, quartz watch, mechanical. Which brands, etc. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I like watches. You uh, like watches. I like watches. Uh I won't get into my watches, but I, I like I like watches. I wanna I want an Omega. I want an Omega uh really bad. Mm-hmm. Um specifically the uh 007 uh double it's a, the 007 uh sky skyfall mm-hmm. uh yeah 007 skyfall edition i really want that 
But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much a dream watch of mine. They don't make them anymore. It was like a limited run. Okay. Uh, you can buy them pretty much. You can buy them brand new, uh, but you're paying way too much money. Mm. But that's if I if I had to get if I had to pick a dream watch, that would be my that would be my go to right now. Um, I used to wear a watch every day. Um, and when I stopped, it took forever for me to, like, I felt naked when I didn't have the watch on, but I was never one that I needed some, like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a guy, like, there are guys that are watches or like shoes where you have like yeah. nine watches yeah, for every occasion. I was never that. I had three watches in total. I had a leather strap standard watch for just everyday wear. That would kind of go with whatever I was wearing casual. Mm. And then I had two Esquire watches that were, one was silver um, and one was gold. And that was what I wore when I uh, was in suits going to the office and I needed something that was yeah. dressed. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd wear gold or silver based on the color of my suit. Um, yeah, you had you had one really nice watch. Uh, I think you got it as a gift, right? Um, it was, one of my Esquires was a gift. That, I think that was was it the silver one. The gold one was a gift. Oh, okay. Uh, and that thinking. one that one was the one that got stolen when the house got broken into. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, that was like a seven or eight hundred dollar watch. Rip. And then the silver one was like four or five or whatever. And I bought that one when I got the job, and I had to wear suits every day, so I had to have a different jacket colors and shit. And gold doesn't go with absolutely everything. No. So I needed silver to go with some of the other stuff. So I bought it, was, and it was also Esquire. It was on sale at the time or whatever. Um, but I stopped. I stopped wearing them. Honestly, watches make me self conscious about my wrists. Mm. I have really fucking. I have really small wrists. The fuck. Adam, and they're one I of my. They're Dad, one of my. I don't look at you and go. Nobody does. But it's a thing. That's like people. They're like my nose is big or my you know my ears are like I don't like my smile or whatever. Nobody else notices that shit. But yeah. it's like your thing, right? So for me, <laughs> okay. For me, my wrists are. I can tell you this, my Adam. Thing. Out of the entire time that I've known you, which has been probably 17, 18 years now. It's, it's actually nineteen years. Nineteen years. Yeah. I've never once looked at you <laughs> and said, "You have awfully." Nobody wrists. and again, nobody, nobody Literally, does. I, I, it's never even crossed no. my mind. All but right, it, so don't feel don't feel subconscious about that. That's just been always been my thing. <laughs> I've I've thought you have really long legs. Well, I do. Yeah, but that's, the wrist. Yeah. No. Uh, and I've never made like okay. uh, yeah. I've like I chicken legs is fucking whatever. That never really bothered me all that much. My legs are literally like fucking four and a half, five feet long. I can't escape that. It's just fucking genetics. And the hmm. same with the wrists. But like, I never got. I was never worried about my legs. But my wrists always fucking bothered me. And so when I when I had watches on, um, I'm a really I'm a tall dude. You know, I'm six six, and um, even when I was like in the gym, or whatever, my wrists were still small. So my for my wrist size, the size of a watch that I could get away with that would look more in proportion with the rest of me mm. was always always seemed like it was too big for my wrist. Gotcha. And it just fucking all I could think of the whole time I was wearing a watch was just like I was just it just bothered a watch, me. Watch, yeah. Um I'm still I'm I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go and start getting some watches again because I kinda miss having a watch on. Again, like I felt naked forever. Dude, I just wear my Fitbit. I literally out of I'm all, not a smart out of all watch my watches, guy. I literally it's my my Versa Fitbit. Mm. That's the only thing you'll see, unless it's special occasions or business meetings or whatever. That's the only time I will ever wear any other watches. Uh, we yeah. even we both got a, a a Yordwood watch as well, right? You still have you still have that one. Uh, yeah, I do, but it's broken. Ooh, 
Um, and I, it was, it's, it was broken back when we were still actively working with him. Oh. And I just always forgot. He even knew about it. Uh, Jansoon always knew about it. <laughs> I just forgot to, to send it back. Send or whatever. it back. Because what happened was I was in, I was in Walmart. It was when I was, um, oh my God. It was when I was moving, I think, at the time or some shit. And, um, I was picking up like a, a standing mirror or something. And in Walmart, um, it was Walmart out in, in Bears Lake, and you know in that Walmart they have those um, cages. Uh, well, that they hold the, the balls. No, not the cage. No, no, but <laughs> they do have those. But the pillars that are in the store holding the fucking roof up. Oh, yeah. Some of them are right in the aisle. Yeah. Next to the fucking like shelving. Stuff. Yeah. Right. You got to like fucking scoot around. Like you're it. scooting around it. Yeah. So I put this thing in in my cart, and when I went to back out with the cart, my watch clipped the <clears throat> the pillar. Right. And it and it snapped at the connection next to the the face of the watch. Damn. Uh, or bent the well, bent it bent the metal pins, and when it came out, you know, it's a a, a um, it's a, uh, it's a wood watch. Spring, it's spring, it's spring loaded. The wood was fine, but oh. it was spring loaded, so the metal bent. Ah. And and uh, the clip, and then it it popped out, and then the spring shot it out, and I couldn't find it on the floor. It would have been bent anyway. I wouldn't have been able to use it. Yeah. So the watch is fine, but it's like I can't. I can't clip it onto anything on my wrist because it's off the. Uh, it has to be repaired. So mm. I could probably get take that into a watch shop and have it <clears throat> fixed anyway. But yeah, I still have I still have my my Yord watch. But Dad's getting big into watches now. Oh, is he? That's Dad's that's Dad's okay. latest thing. And I think he's getting it from my uncle John. John's a big watch guy. He's got like fucking fifteen watches or something. Damn. Shit. And so and so Dan, Danny boy's starting to get into the watch game. Um, but uh, Dad Dad dresses better than I do. I I'm really gonna fucking step my game. Up I absolutely when, love watches, man. It's like it's 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 a dangerous thing to get into because that shit's expensive. <laughs> Like you can do well if you hover in between the you know two hundred to eight hundred dollar range. You can do a, you can do a really well in that. But a lot of the watches that when you get into collecting watches, you go into the fifteen hundred to five grand real quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> Just, and then above and above for the big boy names, and you really get into like the stupid fucking yeah, uh, you know whatever. Um, but yeah, that was that's no definitely. I definitely like to get back into some into some watches. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen, we survived. Jeff got a granola bar just hey, in I'm time. I'm already feeling better. You got the, your blood sugar coming yes, right back up? just like that. I had a granola bar. I got, what, I don't know how much protein in this thing, but I got a little bit. And more fiber than protein in that a thing. A lot of fiber in this. Yeah. A little bit of calories, nothing major. I'm probably only consumed maybe a thousand calories today. I'm- oh, I didn't even answer what my favorite ice cream flavor was because Kai came in the room. I guess I'll, I'll do that before we go. My ice cream flavor, uh, honestly, I'm a simple man. I've, well, I've got I've got two. I've got vanilla. Mm. I'll yeah, I'll just eat a bowl of vanilla ice cream. Not give a fuck. Uh, but if I'm getting like a cone, like if I was still able to eat it when I can't, mm. <laughs> and I was at cows, uh, mint chocolate chip. Ugh, ugh, I can't stand mint in my ice cream. Mint bruh. chocolate chip. Nah. Uh, so the green, the green. I mint know what chocolate. you're talking about. Because there there is peppermint, which <laughs> I don't like in ice cream. But, I just don't like. But mint. the the fake mint flavor for whatever reason, mint chocolate chip. It just uh, I'm the, I, don't, I don't mind. I'm it. the orange creamsicle type dude. It's like it's almost like an orange mango. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love me some chocolate. Like if I'm just being honest, like just straight up chocolate ice cream. If I had to eat one ice cream, if it was like, all right, Jeff, you get one ice cream for the rest of your life. It means you can't taste test any other ice cream. It has to be this one. Every day, all day vanilla. That's it. That's it. Just it's give just, me vanilla. Just, just give me vanilla. I you can't. Vanilla goes with pie. Vanilla goes great by itself. Vanilla is king. Period. Yeah. 
Period. There's no better ice cream than but vanilla. It has to be real vanilla. Like good vanilla and not like shitty no. fucking, you know, like McDonald's ice cream vanilla yeah. or like, you know, some other. Real, honest to God, vanilla, vanilla bean. Vanilla, real ice cream. That's just. The goat. The show. Period. Yeah. But if I'm treating myself, give me some of that orange mango or old school bubble gum. You're going to harp on me for I know, mint but, chocolate hey, chip. You're going to drop it's bubble part of gum my childhood, on my ass? Bro. My, my childhood thing, my weird childhood flavor was. Um, Orange Sherbert. That's it right there. Oh, Orange Sherbert. That's it. That's the oh, one I like. Go. That's it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. one. That's the one. Orange Sherbert. Um, my weird flavor uh, growing up was... Um, oh, fuck, what was it? Um, like cotton candy or some shit. It was like pink. Oh, well, cotton candy. Yeah, I think it was just cotton it's candy cotton or candy. whatever. It's cotton yeah. candy. It's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think that was, I think that was my like my weird... When I was a kid, you know, couldn't possibly get enough sugar into my body. Just give me cotton candy. Cotton candy. If I can't eat it at the theater, give me it in a scoop. Exactly. Just give me that flavor any in way you can. Cream. Yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Inge- give me it in Inject it into my <laughs> veins. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for another Technical Alpha podcast. We made it to the end. That is E3 2019. Boom. Uh, again, if you want a little bit more, but still kind of like um, high-level recap, um, all that stuff's on the RSS feeds. I did them as the shows were going on. And then also, um, you can check out twitch.tv slash Novor if you want my live Ooh. reactions. Jeff did it as well on Moon his. Mist. Uh, Moon Mist. Moon Mist. I can't fucks with Moon Mist. A lot of people do. I can't do it. You know what I fucks with the most? The Dickie D, the ghost. Oh, they remember that gum, with the two gum, eyes with the gumballs? The gumball eyes. You used to fucking eat them shits out. You know what mine was for that at Dickie D, though? The 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 pink one that had pop rocks in the oh in the cr- oh that shit was fire that shit was so dope bro. it was like strawberry shortcake but the outside was that pop, the pop rocks, rocks coating it's just like fucking just, just here all in your mouth that's the Catalina fucking wine mixer of Dickie D ice cream bro boom that's the show one last fun fact before we go to Dickie D the place that I worked in when I left university um the diamond shop yeah okay so. I had to pack all the online orders and ship all that stuff out. And what I discovered when I went down there for the first time is that they're where they are now, or like where their where their head office is in the basement where they use for their their shipping, is the old. It's still on the wall. It was the old uh, warehouse for Dickie D ice cream. Dickie D's still paint like painted on the wall. It was pretty wild. Walking in, there, I was dope. like, "Oh my god!" Dickie How dope would have been D. if there was just a graveyard full of Dickie D machines, just, uh, or like all those like things down there, just the, like the like the ice cream. Dude, cart? you know how dope it would be if we could buy one of those and just have it like just as on a prop? lock, dude. Like have the boys over for UFC night. All our beers are in there. Oh, Using that as like the fucking cooler. Shit, yes. Just, and we're going down to the fucking lake, and you just ding 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 ding, and you just fucking <laughs> going down on that shit. It's just filled with beer and awesome. Oh, uh, Dickie D was the fire, bro. Boom, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. That was it. it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Hit the uh, yeah, the like you button, the bell icon, everything else. Uh, bless you. Keep spreading the word about Technical Alpha. You guys have been doing big things, helping us grow here, and we appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week, same time. And until we do, peace.
Oh, 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 oh,